Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I am Mike. I'm Jay. And sorry for the delay, but my headphones are a piece of poop. Hey, hey. Mike's such a pedantic bastard. <laughs> oh man. You know what tonight's all about? Tonight's all about Ezra taking... Miller's Ezra Miller's arrest record. It's gonna be a long <laughs> night. <laughs> Things are gonna get dark here in the Texas th sun. Yeah, so apparently, oh. you know, um, it was a bomb, according to all the box office news that's coming out. It's made less than 20 point something million is, of what they were expecting on the opening weekends, but it's still got critical. I mean, it's still fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. I think the last time I looked, it was 66% fresh uh, on the critics score and 85% on the audience score. So generally, audience seem to like it, but it just, you know, it's not it's not the end of the world, though, because if you look at the... Uh, the fact there are some movies that made, I just literally looked this up. It was on, um, I think, Collider or Rotten Tomatoes. Movies that have made in the past less than 20 point something million for their, or below that threshold is what they're looking for, is stuff like X-Men First Class, which was fucking awesome. That was a badass movie. And then uh, also, uh, what was the other one that nobody really cared for? Uh, it, oh, Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. That was a good one, too. And th neither one of those movies made any kind of opening weekend box office success. The other two mm -hmm. have deserved it. Like uh, rise of the silver surfer was a big old turd other than Lawrence Fishburne's acting ability and his voice for silver surfer. Everything else about that movie fucking smelled like old shit. No one had flushed. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Well, it also got it. So the flash got, I saw a B cinema score, which B sounds like, Oh, hey, it's fucking all right, man. People think it's all right. But apparently a B cinema score is, is actually more like a D minus in regards to like regular scores because they're polling a group of audience who already love it and go see it. So when something comes out of B, it actually means that the audience who paid for it's sort of disappointed in it. So I don't know. It's, it's that sounds like some college falooey bullshit right there. That's like when you go to college, <laughs> like instead of getting an F, you get an E. I'm like, what the fuck is an E? Yeah. What does I think that mean? I think I think a lot of like, I think almost everything that's like typically like halfway decent, like in like, the periphery of like the majority feels that way is like always like an a plus a minus or whatever. Yeah. And, and it's insane, man, that this did so poorly. I think it definitely means there's no fucking sequel ever going to happen. Well, not, not as far as heads or Miller being in it. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, and I guess that is, listen, here's the thing. I don't, I like the movie. I did enjoy the movie quite a lot. Um, and it's so funny, dude, because I can when I watch the movie, it sucks that Ezra Miller is such a dickhead in real life. Because I actually liked him. I think I, you know, I think he had some charming moments in the movie, especially when he does the time travel thing and he goes back in time and he meets his younger self. I actually enjoyed those moments. I liked the comedy. I thought it was pretty funny. It was on point mm -hmm. for the character that they've already developed since uh, Justice League, so it wasn't that far fresh. But I mean, it, it, it's uh, it sucks because he's uh, he's such a what did you do? Ezra Miller's here to steal my wine and beer. Everybody get back. Uh, no, I hope he likes Michelob Ultra. He probably does. It's fancy for his ass. But no, uh, yeah, but either way, um, yeah, it's not, I, I really did like it. But I mean, again, the there, by the way, I will say, um, if, for those of you that haven't seen it yet, this is going to be a spoiler talk. So just so you know, but before we get into the spoiler talk, if you haven't seen it, there is a bonus ending after credit scene, but it literally means jack shit. I don't even know why the fuck they put it in there. It, somebody said, oh, well, if you look closer, it's actually something that's setting up the James Gunn universe. Absolutely, it's not. It's It, it, it had nothing to do with James Gunn. I don't even know why in the fuck that was in there. there I'm not going to tell you what it was, just so you know. You're going to have a few more minutes to get out of here because we are going to talk spoilers. But you don't have to stay and watch it. It's not pivotal to the overall James Gunn movie. I didn't. 
you know why I didn't stay and watch it. So when you explain it, you'll have to explain it to me too because I didn't fucking watch it either because mm. what well, I took my I, t- I just saw it today and I took my um children yeah. uh 7 year old 13 year old took them to see it 13 year old grew up watching superhero stuff with me so i think she's the same as i am she's a little bit worn out on it all but she still enjoys to go for the big ones or whatever you know and the 7 year old just sat through two and a half hour into the spider verse mm-hmm. um sequel and had no issues right and granted she she had a little bit of a headache but i'm t- within 40 minutes into the movie the 7 year old was like get me the fuck well, I, this movie's over the head for other. I think it was a lot over the head for kids. I, I don't think it, it was literally supposed to be like. There's a lot of time travel shit going on. There's a lot of logistical yeah. stuff. Well, that, that, yeah, I, I mean, and again, it's 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 the last movie of the Zack Snyder universe, so it's going to be a little bit darker themed. By the way, that's another thing I will point out. I'm not making excuses for the movie. I didn't write the fucking thing, so don't get mad at me. I was going to say also, it did open against Spider Man into the Spider Verse sequel. That was going to mm-hmm. be bad news for anybody. That movie is already a fucking skyrocketing um, money-making machine. So it was going against that. Ezra Miller's goddamn bad press. The movie, all the drama leading up to that movie. Anyhow. But yeah, yeah it, it is. The, the, the first, I was confused at some points, though. And there, there is a couple of things about the movie that I fucking can't say. I don't get why in 2023, CG can look as bad as it can in certain scenes. Like it looked like fucking like a college student made that shit. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody and and the babies. Like there, there's one scene specifically where the, he puts the baby in the microwave, which I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Like I've seen some horrific shit on the news and stuff where that actually happened. But it, but those babies look like you remember that thing uh, they used to have this commercial where the dancing baby back in the 90s. For like <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what they look like. It looks oh. exactly like the technology of that time. Oh, daddy, you paid too much for that. No, that shit looked better than what they did with the babies in that. In the yeah, movie. I did. But, no, but and then there's also, there's hokey ass shit. Like even when Ezra Miller's like looking around and he's in the time space or the, the speed force, his face looks weird. I don't know what the fuck that was. Like, I don't know if it was supposed to be some kind of like gravity effect. And so it was on purpose. Or if it was just somebody was like, man, this movie, who gives a shit? We're going to put half ass <laughs> time in. Well, it's crazy because they had so long. They had so long. This got delayed and there was all the stuff and there's the Ezra stuff. And they had so long to do it. I don't know. Like, I, I, and so, like, I haven't even talked to you about how I feel about the movie as a whole. I know how you felt about it because <laughs> when you texted me, I was like, God damn it, Jay. Because we were in last live show. I was like, don't fucking tell me how you feel. I don't want to know yet until oh, yeah. the stream. And then you, you text the group chat. You're like, oh, I, you know, I won't say what she's but Oh, like, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was like, fuck. And I was like, so I, I hope that I, I hope that I enjoyed it. And I won't, I won't get into my thoughts just yet. We'll give it a couple more minutes before I give it my thoughts. But yeah, like you're, there was a point actually where I was watching it, despite my feelings on it, where I was going, I actually kind of dig the, the blue sky behind the characters. Like I know when you think 89, I'm going to bring 89 Batman back. Mm-hmm. All right. What are you going to do with them? Oh, it's going to be awesome, dude. I'm going to put them in front of, a beautiful bright sky it's I'm like the that motherfucker in time <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's the it's like the opposite of where you put batman darkness of god i want to put him behind a blue sky the entire time it just doesn't look right but i will say like that those shots like a lot of those shots i i thought they were kind of it was sort of freaky it was sort of freaky i like I, 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 I think it, i think it matched well and they also they relied which i i have no problems with it whatever whatsoever they relied a lot on the uh tim burton track a lot when batman was on screen i fucking loved that every time the music came that. on i was like god damn that's some good shit right there give me a joint let's smoke it <laughs> but no i also I I, the weird thing was and i don't know what it was and i know i know it was meant to be a joke um the ben affleck thing 
there's something weird about that. I don't know. There was something off. Like when he was talking to Barry as himself and Bruce Wayne, you guys have seen the trailer when he, he's like, but you could mess up everything. When he's talking to Barry in the alleyway, that yeah. was normal. Ben Affleck and it was good. But when he had the bat suit on, yeah. something was weird about I, his face looked weird. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's because he lost a lot of weight. His muscle mass isn't what nearly it was, but maybe it was because they were shooting it in daytime. It didn't look right. I don't know. And then by the way, the suit though was blue. And I noticed I that when that. he was, I was like, that's kind of badass. Because everybody was like, where's the, you know, the classic 1970s blue Batman costume? They actually yeah. showcased it in this. And I was like, dude, it fucking works pretty well. Because a lot of people are like, I don't want to see that shit. I was like, it works pretty goddamn well. It looks I love pretty that. damn good. I love that shit. The, the Ben Affleck stuff was my favorite part of the movie for sure. But his face did look weird. And that smushy penguin mask. Well, like, he was, uh, his well, nose was all like, he's <laughs> You know? It was. It wasn't like he had the half-ass attitude that he had when he was working with Joss Whedon, but it kind of felt like I'm here for a check. Really, I mean, he's not like he cashed it in, but it was kind of like, yeah, I'm here for one more time. That scene maybe a little bit, but I felt I did feel like the Bruce Wayne scenes. Yeah, he absolutely fucking crushed. Yeah, uh, but we'll talk about all that for sure. Uh, Sinister Creations, thanks, buddy. He said anyone think uh, Ezra gave Jimmy Fallon vibes? Yeah, when he was fake I laughing could, sometimes. Yeah, I could kind of. Yeah, I could kind of get that. Like, well, Jimmy Fallon, like as much as. He's I, think he's, I think he's so unfunny, dude. I think he's, he's one of the most unfunny dudes. Well, he, I know he can be funny because I used to like, I, I've seen his stand up before where he does like impersonations and shit like that, but he's such a fake seeming person. Like when he's on stage, he feels like he will say whatever you, he thinks you want to hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like he doesn't feel like authentic or real. And I think that's Ezra. I'm like, you know, it was a great acting performance from Ezra. It really was. I mean, I honestly, he should win an Oscar for it because I mean, he didn't hit one person. He didn't choke any women. He didn't groom any children, and he didn't, you know, kidnap anyone's children or steal any. Oh, he did steal alcohol. So he let it. Flow that a little man bit there. deserves a key to the city. What are we yeah. waiting for? So that's acting. One. That's yeah, there, that is actually funny. There was one where there is a scene in that particular movie at the very beginning when he was like talking to some lady. He's like, maybe you should seek psychiatric help. And I was like, God damn, man. You know, sometimes sometimes life dictates reality and reality. Yeah. I was life like, imitates you art. when you, yeah, life imitates art. I was like, when yeah. you read that line, were you looking at yourself in the mirror when you were practicing? It's like, <laughs> maybe. This was the, genius, the fucking genius of fucking DC, dude. Warner yeah. Brothers. Like, you've got this bajillion dollar movie you got ezra miller who's who's all this stuff going on what are you going to do with this character and they're like we're going to have him put a baby in a microwave yeah i right well and, and the on. whole movie yeah well it starts out too pretty much like he's disillusioned with the idea that he's like a cleanup guy for the just leave and calls himself the janitor of the justice league because he's not he's not doing the important shit at least he's not assuming he's doing the important stuff like at the very beginning I, by the way it was really nice to see um Alfred, though, I, 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 uh, Jeremy Irons comes back to his Alfred. Fa -fa -fa -fa. Yeah, he, fa -fa -fa. yeah. Uh, he's communicating with, uh, with, uh, with the Flash and telling him where to go in the hospital. Say that scene, by the way, the hospital scene, which is the big, the very big giant scene at the beginning of the movie, where uh, the Flash has to go uh, rescue these babies and and this nurse falling from a window as a hospital explodes. They were trying to go for like something really mega awesome, and it does. It looks good. Don't get me wrong, but dude, for some reason it. The Quicksilver scenes that they did in the X-Men will always be number one as far as like the speed stuff that it like it was trying to do that. It had the music kind of thing going and it just didn't work because the CGI looks shit. They never matched the coolest Ezra Miller flash sequence where he was actually utilizing his power and running through time or whatever that I've ever seen. And it was only done once, but it was by the Gretzocha Zack Snyder in the extended cut. When he runs back in time to save the Justice League, that shit looked fucking epic and monumental. This one looked kind of like, 
I, you know, it's like, bitch, I got to go home on Monday. My wife is killing me. <laughs> I, I, like I've been here all day, but uh, yeah. So yeah. But Ezra Miller does. I mean, he actually was a pretty good actor in this. I don't get me wrong. He's not bad. I mean, I don't like him, but I mean, he well, wasn't bad. I think that um, I think, well, I think I, now I hmm, like I, there was a point in the beginning you know, there's a point in the beginning where, and I'm, let me just give you a preface that how, how I went into this feeling about the Ezra situation. Like they're fucking not somebody that I, I saw, as we talked about in the last year, I saw some people being like, I know, I know they've done some bad stuff, but this movie's awesome. And I'm like, okay, you know, like that kind of shit. I can separate the art from the artist for sure. And I didn't go into the movie. Like I'm going to hate it no matter what. Cause, cause Ezra Miller's in it. Um, but that being said, he, he wasn't doing himself any favors. They weren't doing it. And, and I didn't like, when I went in and I watched it, there was a couple times toward the beginning where I was like, okay, they fucking like, there's, there's some, there's some good lines. They're doing a good job. Uh, I, I wasn't mad at it, but by the middle of the film, I, I really was sick of it. Like I, I was so sick of the performance because it was this, especially when they meet up with uh batman they're no no their previous self and there's two oh, of yeah, them now, now yeah. fucking two of them all right uh, jesus christ Shia the world Lee, will so. never be safe again right i hope uh, thank god we didn't have tickets to go to karaoke in hawaii tonight dear <clears throat> but like when there was two of them and they try to do that fucking bill and ted shit like whoa like this shit's beaver bro i'm like you're getting my fucking nerves so bad mm. like that shit was not catchy to me and they did a terrible job marketing the movie, in my opinion, because every still shot, all the shit I saw of Ezra Miller was them making that dumbass fucking face in the mask. Like, Ooh. I actually, like, well, the, the weird uh, thing, the weird thing about it. that, I actually didn't mind it because I, I, it did show the parallel and the contrast. Because there is a scene earlier in the movie where I guess we might as well start talking about it. There's a scene where Ben Affleck, uh, Batman, is talking to Barry Allen in the alleyway about you know uh barry is kind of talking about like i have the power to go back and save my mom i could go mm -hmm. back and save your parents you know and get rid of all these scars and you know who we are and then he's like these scars that we have or who is what make who make us who we are <clears throat> and he's like don't let tragedy define you and then barry allen or ezra miller says uh tragedy made you a hero talking to batman and then batman says yeah but it also made me alone but he's also speaking of the fact that listen the the, the the, the bad shit that happened. I feel like it's a good par uh, parable for life. And, you know, bad shit that happens to you, the scars that you collect over your life make you who you are and who you're supposed to be. Going That's back amazing. and fucking with that is going to cause a lot of problems that shouldn't be there to begin with because this, these scars have made you stronger. They become not, they don't define you, but they're part of what who you are. So he's, and then when he goes back in time, Ezra Miller in the flash and he fucks things up and he meets his younger self, his younger self is everything that he would have been if those scars had. So he's this goofy asshole, irresponsible prick that doesn't know what to do with all these powers. And, and, and you know, it's just a goofy, annoying guy. Yeah. But Ezra Miller, the, the current day flash, the our world's flash is more balanced. So, I mean, I feel I, that I like that because it does show it look it put in perspective for Barry Allen what Batman was telling him. Yeah. Those look, tragedies and those scars made you the hero that you are. Otherwise, you would have had it easy. If you'd had your mom your entire life, I don't know. I'm cool. I, I thought that I thought that the theme of that and especially and I think that's exactly what what Ben Affleck meant when he said that he thinks that this is his best couple minutes playing Batman the whole time mm -hmm. is because that 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 conversation between the two of them when he's talking about, well, your scars make you who you are. 
I thought yeah. that was genius. And it, it's, it's weird because it's a weird pa- parallel when you go back to uh, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Ben Affleck had the best part about that movie, too, where, where his, his monologue was talking about what it's like to be a dad mm-hmm. and how it's about their life and not yours anymore. But like it was the same thing in this scene. That that one moment there teared me up a little bit, like in, in the midst of a movie that I didn't love all that much. You know, that that moment teared me up because it was so good. And he was spot on with that. And that was really good writing in that scene. Mm-hmm. And I thought going forward, how they how they paralleled that and how they did that job of how uh, of like talking about the past and living in the future and some things can't be changed and how some things are a constant in the multiverse no matter what and the scars make you who you are i did love all that stuff but let me just say real quick i feel like we're burying the lead a little bit because like you know we're going into pieces of the movie like just my oh before we get even get into any further spoilers i'll just give my whole like vibe of the movie like personally like i think that I, I enjoy I really enjoyed the first fucking act, dude. Like when it opened up, I thought it was gonna be really great. Like I was enjoying it. And I was like, okay, I see, I see what people are talking about. I, I'm really enjoying this. The stuff, the Danny Elfman score, like you were talking about, uh, uh or just the score in general, whoever was on it. I had I had fun with that. It felt old school. I want to get and, the album. Yeah, and the whole movie felt one thing I'll say about the movie, the whole thing felt cheesy fun in the way mm. it felt like it was almost nostalgic for like 90s action. You know what I mean? Or 90s superhero movies. Yeah, and it's, I, not, it's not exactly. If, yeah, if you're going and thinking it's going to be a Zack Snyder no, continuation, but, it's not. It's his own thing. But that stuff I really like, too, when they interjected that. But no, I love the opening act. I love the Batman's Wonder Woman stuff. I love That opening scene was fucking great. Well, there's like, a big spoiler right there. Wonder Woman it. is in it. Well, I don't That might yeah. have been leaked already. But yeah, oh, no. I fucking, I knew all the cameos. But we're well into sports territory now, yeah. so we're good. But like, no, I love the opening act. But the... uh the middle of the film is just a brand new flash origin story. Like we're just going to tell the whole flash origin story to you over again, but they're going to intercept this new story with the two flashes and all this. And that was the middle of the movie is really Ezra Miller's place. And I just, I did not enjoy that very much at all. Like I just, I was bored with it. I get the point. I get what they're trying to do. There's good stuff in it. It wasn't yeah. all terrible, but I just don't find this person to be that likable. Well, so I'm offended really, you asshole. Go the fuck back home. <laughs> I didn't enjoy watching them on screen and I thought they were being too much. They were trying to be too cute and it felt over the top and it felt fucking forced. And I just did not buy any of it. And then the third act of the film, I love Keaton and you know me, dude, like I'm just, I'm I'm right there with you. Like we grew up on 89 Batman, right? Like we love that shit. Owned all the toys, all that. I love, I loved him in the movie. I was fucking super stoked for the return of 89 Batman at first as we went further and they started immediately using the, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. And like Walmarting all of that shit for this cheap nostalgia bait. I, yeah. I was, I started to get sketchy. Like and then in the, <laughs> like, like, like who? Sue in scream. Not at all. They don't, they've never used. Sc- I know, scream but I'm before. saying, but the idea that the pandering, no, I mean, that's a totally different, that's a, this is a superhero thing that they're doing, mm-hmm. but like, I, I just like, I, I think that I would love to see Stu come back. Yeah. But still yet in this, no, I would no, love I'm not, to see I'm not, Stu, uh, skeet, skeet. I'm, I'm not, yeah, Stu wasn't. Oh here. yeah. I would love to see, I would love to see fucking 89 Batman come back. It's not, that's not what I'm mad about. I'm not mad. They brought skeet back. I wouldn't be mad if they brought Stu back. I'm not mad at all. Nostalgia ever. You just didn't like his performance. No, Michael Keaton's always great. But the way they did it was cheap and it was super CGI'd and it made no sense to me that they brought him out and he was this old fucking hippie that couldn't fight all of a sudden. And then all of a sudden he puts on the suit and he's fucking Superman again. Yeah, that made some sense to me. All of his fight scenes, the beauty of 89 Batman was it felt kind of grounded, sort of realistic. They had to do that shit. This felt like I was watching a. it felt like I was watching A.I., 
redo Michael Keaton as 89 Batman. Mm. Everything was CG. Everything felt fake. I, I got excited. I still got excited during the fight scenes and shit. Like, I still enjoyed watching them because I'm like, oh, my God, it's the old Batsuit. Like, all that shit still hit me. Yeah. But I just couldn't help but think, man, somebody else could have done this so much better than they did it. I felt like I we're lucky to see 89 Batman on, on screen again. But this was just the cheap Walmart version of, of, of what could have been. So that uh, stuff I mean, didn't really I, I don't know. I, I'm not... I don't know if it's a Walmart version. I will say I think it was rushed as fuck, though. It felt like here's the problem with the Flash, the Flashpoint series. It could have been three movies, 1000% three movies. And then you have to, you, in, so two and a half hours seems like a long time, but for that particular storyline, the Flashpoint itself, there's just too much. There's too much in that that you, can, you can't you can put it all in one. That's another problem that people have with BBS. The on, the, the, the uh, what, what's his fucking name? Um, I was going to say Onslaught. A uh, doomsday having the doomsday thing in there the death mm -hmm. of superman was forced they put, yeah they put way too much shit in one movie and packed yeah. it down and it's like oh my god if you'd stretch this out this would have been epic i think the same thing applies to this situation michael keaton was great i loved him the classic michael keaton batman is there the, the thing about the long hair and the and the there's a scene in the kitchen where they go to the, uh, wayne manor old flash young flash to get the help of uh, Bruce Wayne to get back old Flash's power since he lost him, which they do keep pretty close to the comic book as far as that goes. There's a lot of things they just leave out, though, and they either don't have time for him or they just don't care. But when they get there, Michael Keaton is like, he looks like, dude, I swear to God, when I saw him, he's got greasy, long-ass fucking hair. He looks like goddamn uh, <laughs> John Carpenter trying to write a new Halloween strip. <laughs> and, and, uh, but when I first saw him, dude, I swear to God, I thought it was going to be Malcolm McDowell. It looked like Malcolm McDowell. Because I was like, oh, my God, is that Alfred in this universe? Is that Alfred? Malcolm McDowell with long hair. And he goes, I, I thought it was going to be Malcolm McDowell. And he was like, I haven't seen Bruce in a long time. <laughs> like, I thought it was going to be like that. But it wasn't. It was actually Bruce Wayne, which I was like, okay. Then he says, I'm not Batman anymore because Gotham is safer than it's ever been. I was like, how the fuck is that possible? Where's the fucking other superheroes? How does that happen? But I guess because he's been so busy, he's got rid of all the crime. So, okay, I get that. Um, but there was a lot of rushing with that character and and like him immediately well it, it took like all 10 minutes for him to come around from this broken down i don't care anymore i don't want to be batman gotham safe for him then to come around completely and be like i get it but there's one heartfelt scene where barry is talking about he does reveal to batman old barry why he's there and what happened like he went back to save his mom they do have a cool moment like the old michael keaton talking about his parents and talking to barry about it and he's like you, he goes i i can't blame you for what you did if you ran back in time and you could have said, you know, I saved my, I like that was all a of touching that. scene. That was a great. I did scene. like that a lot. And it did give me the vibe because you never really got to know. I'm not saying that you didn't, but in the Tim Burton Batman, it really didn't focus a lot. I mean, it did on his emotional pain, but not in, not in very in-depth moments. You didn't really have a lot of in-depth moments with Tim Burton's Michael Keaton, uh, Bruce Wayne. So, and this was mm -hmm. pretty interesting, but yeah, I, I do. I do agree that it felt, that's why when that uh, group message, I said, it felt like it felt rushed because that's what I was particularly talking about was the whole Bruce Wayne Batman aspect of it. Because again, if this movie had been stretched out over two or three movies, that would have been more significant because then you could have the first movie where Batman's reluctant. He doesn't want to do it. You get to introduce him, but you don't see the bat suit till the sequel. And then you kind of, you expand it out further. But anyway, for what it was, I and mean, again, I look at it in a, in a way that where, how I look at it is like, this was the last time you were ever going to see these characters ever again. I mean, unless they've somehow contract Michael Keaton, come back, and reprise Batman, which I thought could be down for it, but they probably never do it because I'll just jump right. so far. Yeah, they well, I fucking hated that. I'm I like, why the, yeah. I was like, why the fuck did you do that? Like that pissed me off because I'm like, 
there's no reason or rhyme for you to have done that. Like, it doesn't even make sense. It's almost like, hey, Tim Burton, open your mouth. I'm going to slide a big old cold cock right down your throat. And I'm like, there's no reason for you to do that unless James Gum. I don't know who wrote, who was like, you got to get rid of that. Okay. We can't have any more of this nostalgia shit. We can't always have people comparing this Batman to that Batman. Mm. We got to get rid of it. And that, well, that pissed me off. And for those, if you don't know, there was this, there's a scene at the final battle of the movie where, where Keaton's Batman has a cool scene. He's like, I'm going after that big ship or whatever. And yeah. then he, he dies. And then they go, well, we got to go. And Supergirl dies too. And they're like, well, we got to run back. Like Let's her just, too. She was good. She was. And they're like, we're just going to run. We're going to run back a little bit um, and, and save him. But every time they did, he would die in a different way. And then Keaton finally dies. And the way he dies, it's even confusing. Because like you said, it's rushed. It's confusing how he died. Like, what was his injury? Like, he's he's badass in the scene. I think, he, I even, think, he, I think I'm going to assume it was internal bleeding. <laughs> I, I think know. so, because he got slammed yeah, so got, hard. Yeah, by that fucking uh, Kryptonian. Yeah, but it's kind of confusing because he fights this dude, and it's a badass. It's a, it, it, let me put it this way: if it was filmed better, like it would be a badass scene because yeah. he's attaching this dude and throwing his bat bombs inside of his suit. That's cool, and like yeah. it, it's a cool idea. But this felt like this this it felt like the the uh, the beta version of what it could have been. Um, but like because it feels like a, it feels like injustice, like you're watching a video game. But like it, he gets slammed and then he's bleeding from the mouth, and he has a great line about when they're like oh i can bring you back and he's like you already did yeah they and, did and, a very darth vaderish uh he goes i'm not i'm not leaving you here i've got to save you he goes, you already have luke uh, <laughs> yeah. but it, but it, but it the return of the jedi was that that moment was so epic that's why it's my favorite because it had taken two movies to get there that's why it was so epic you barely right. got the you barely it's like hanging out with your fucking friend that you haven't seen forever and they're like damn man i gotta tell you something I've always fucking hated you and I'm going to go back tomorrow. You're like, I just saw you. And now you've got all these problems and you're leaving me. Like you got reintroduced to your, like, like a guy you haven't seen forever. And then they yeah. take it away from you immediately and slap you in the face. Like, sorry, kids, you're adopted. And yeah. You're like, oh shit. Died. But no, yeah. I, I, I think it was unnecessary. It was stupid. I get what they were doing with the flash and the time thing. They were like, there are certain moments in time that cannot be changed. They can't be fixed because it's a, um, I can't remember the actual, it's time travel, but there's actual terminology for like a, a moment in time that uh, the, the nexus point, if you, you, no matter what you do, no matter how many times you go back, you can't fix it. You can't change it. It's fate because if you were to fix it, or if you somehow broke that, the, 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 the line there, it would fuck up the reality. They, they kind of, they explained it better in Dr. Strange and the what if series, but anyhow, her, his and Supergirl's death are inevitable. And Thanos mm -hmm. is not there. It's just there's there's certain chunks. <laughs> yeah. There's there's certain chunks of reality that stay the same no matter yeah. what. Which I uh, I get, but I mean, I, I'll tell you what, man. Um, I I feel like super, uh, Batman, Michael Keaton, Batman deserved a but a much better and a cooler way to go out. I don't know. I, I'm not saying that it wasn't good, but it it could have been done a lot better and a lot more um a lot more a uh, grandiose for that particular for the momentous. And I I do I got teary when I was like, God fucking damn it. Mm -hmm. when i because I, I was like it, it ain't real it ain't real he's gonna have an, <laughs> like he's gonna do well, something cool and then he didn't but but also i gotta say it's a kind of a tragedy the girl that played uh supergirl did really really fucking good she was great and yeah. i was like you know to be honest i don't think it's fair for her to be attached to this fucking toxic ass movie uh and i'm not saying the movie's bad i'm just saying toxic movie because of all the drama with it yeah uh that her character is now just shuffled off and I was like, you know, maybe James Gunn takes pity on her and be like, well, we'll bring you back in a different, you know, in my universe. Because she was good. Mm -hmm. She actually was good. And I liked her, too, because she didn't have there was no political shit maneuvering. And she's like, 
it's only I'm super girl, not super man I, or super woman. It was like she was still feminine, but she was like, I'm I've got power. It was very it was a very natural evolution of the character. I feel like she was just badass just to be badass, you know, which I like. Yeah. It's like Ripley or something. What I what I really enjoyed about her character is that when she floated up into the sky, and even though you have this very strange, like ironic scoring, almost, if you will, cinematography version of like the CGI where it's like blue background where you don't yeah. usually see that when she was floating in the sky, like there again, the CG was fucking poo poo dark wing duck. It was at some so miss, Yeah. But there was some moments where it was, yeah. it, it was so strange that it almost felt cool and original. And she was one of those parts when she yeah. was floating in that blue sky and she was super thin the way she was, she looked like an alien and it was fucking creepy. And I dug it. Like I was yeah. like, that looks cool. Like I like this. Well, and that, yeah. that, I was and shocked at how much I enjoyed watching the CG around her character. Cause usually mm -hmm. I fucking hate CG, but I thought it looked kind of like Chronicle sort of fucking cool and weird. Yeah. I well, that. I mean, I, and again, um, I think they did. The, I mean, there. Yeah, the movie is so. There's so many fragmented parts of it. I feel like what happened is like one team took over, then something happened, and another team took over and, and was working on what they were working on and making something new, and then another team was took over. I feel like that's what ha it's a fragmented ass fucking movie as far as the special effects go because you it's can tell you can tell the level of work. Like one yeah. was a goddamn stoner from college that worked on the baby scene. And then it was goddamn mastermind that worked on Avatar and one and another scene. And this, then it was a fucking middle of the road guy later on. This is all sort of a running theme, though, that ties back to Andy Muschietti because it the it movies had the same issue. They had bad CGI in them at times. That was sometimes it would look really hangovers. good. <laughs> and then sometimes the CG in those it yeah. movies looked really bad. So I think people are saying, and now it's, it's, it's the, I don't, it's a rumor, but it's like sort of a substantiated rumor that, yeah. that, and who knows what the box office problems with this, but like, he's supposed to supposedly going to direct the brave and the bold Batman movie well, in I the mean, new James Gunn universe. He, and people are going, you better fucking fix the CGI this time. I think if he, I think what, Andy Machete was in a really tough situation because you're talking about the Snyder thing happened, then all the controversy around Ezra Miller. They didn't know where they were going to go. They didn't know the future of the studio or, or not the studio, but the series. They didn't know about anything with DCEU. And he mm. was just kind of left floating. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm so I guess I'll just make I'm the sure movie out. a hard job. Yeah. And yeah. then, well, and then James Gunn was like, all right, well, I'm coming in now. Uh, you're going to make movies for me. And he was like, okay, so you're the new emperor. I'll kiss your ring. Typical but now, Warner Bros. But yeah, job, but it's right? like, okay, but I think, but Andy Muschietti is a good director. I think he just needs to have, like, he's like, if you've got, if the guy in charge has got a focus on what he wants to do, then yeah. I can work with that. If you're just letting me, if you're just, look, if Andy Muschietti was like, all right, I'm just going to make an uh, independent movie. If I, if I make an independent movie that has nothing to do with anything, then I would be better off. And I think that's where he was kind of fucked because he was like, am I still making a continuation of Zack Snyder or am I right. making something new? Where the no. fuck am I supposed to do? I actually yeah. thought they did a good job story wise as like the story itself, like that, the, the, and honestly, when you're thinking about all the things they had to juggle and like, and again, I, look, I, I'll just say right now, it's a spoiler review. So we got a billion more things to talk about. Like my total thought on the movie is like a six, six, probably six out of 10. I got to as the whole thing i yeah and, and i just you know i but that being said the story itself with what they had to deal with i thought that they did a really good job pulling the heartstrings at the right times the stuff with his mom uh mm. was touching the the ben affleck stuff like I, I said already was really well done and for a movie that like i just it was all over the fucking place there was times where i was going jesus fucking christ i've seen this movie 30 goddamn times by now with the multiverse shit and the time travel and the fucking like jesus like it, it should not for one 
This fucking thing should have been 30 minutes goddamn shorter. There was no, no reason. I, I, I said, I, yeah, I agree. Long. I think it was way too long. Um, and you know, the weird thing about the mom, you know, um, I took April with me and she, she cried a lot. I only got teary eyed, uh, really the Michael Keaton thing. And I think I, I think I got teary eyed at one part. I don't remember what it was, but the thing about it is, is, uh, there's one particular scene between like super young Barry, when Barry's a kid and the mom and the dad, and it just, it feels so disingenuous. It felt like I was watching a goddamn Folgers commercial. Like it just didn't feel real. It just felt like paid <laughs> actors doing like really cutesy shit for no reason. Honey, you can save 50 no, like, on your car. Oh, oh, I gotta go. Mom's starting to dance. I'm going to get out of here. You want to break me out? of? It was so fucking yeah. like, get the, <laughs> if there was no chemistry, there was no like, it just felt really awful. It felt like a, it felt like a TV commercial, but any other than that, um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, I gave the movie an 8.0. I did like the time travel aspect of it, even though I think it's a lot. Of, some of it was very wonky and it was kind of um, poorly explained. The CG does not work in some aspects, but I did like the CG. I liked Ezra Miller's performance. And I will say that I liked actually everybody's performance in that movie. I did. I don't think anybody did a bad job. Um, uh, Michael Shannon was great. Uh, it was good to see him back as Zod. I feel like his character was sorely underused and killed off way too early. I love Man of Steel. Don't get me wrong. Mike and I both love Man of Steel. But I feel like Michael Shannon should have come back. And so if we'd ever had a man is still fucking two, it would have been great. But I, mm-hmm. yeah, and it was great to see Michael Shannon and, and the whole thing with him, him taking on Supergirl. Uh, but there's something when you see him take on Supergirl, you're like, that should be fucking Henry Cavill that you're fighting. Well, like, you I, see, I, uh, uh, Michael Shannon, like it was, it's funny because it was like on one of the red carpets for the fucking movie. Like on, he was supposed to be hyping the movie up, and they asked Michael Shannon. He was like, "Yeah, I didn't, I didn't enjoy working on this movie as much as I did working on Man of Steel." He was like, "The character work just wasn't strong enough." He's like, "It wasn't the same." It, like he was just like, "This just kind of felt like some." I'm paraphrasing, but basically he was like, "This felt empty and kind of like a cartoon." Whereas Zack Snyder's version felt like it had strong character work, and I had a lot more fun doing that. And everybody was like, "God." I thought I thought he said I swear I read somewhere he said it was fulfilling. I don't know. He said Uh, it was not as fulfilling. Was the direct thing? Well, yeah, Michael Shannon. Yeah, he was too busy predicting earthquakes. By the way, if you haven't seen that movie, that movie's really good. That's a great movie. Well, yeah, overall, guys, um, you can't blame him. No, yeah, well, it was like he was brought in for a paycheck, which it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there was never going to be any super big development of the character. The character was literally brought in because the time stream was changed. He's coming mm-hmm. in for five seconds. The movie's only two and a half. Hours. Again, this movie should have been three films. And if, if things hadn't been fucked up because of Ezra Miller's dumbass and Warner Brothers having a thumb up their ass and shooting their own foot 99% of the time, we could have had an epic fucking movie. And especially if Zack Snyder was in the driving, controlling seat, in the, you know, as far as producing it, understanding where we're going to go, what we're going to do. I think what we would have had was would have been an epic story leading us into something really crazy cool. And I think what would have happened in Flashpoint, you would have seen, finally, you would have seen that moment, what we saw in BBS, where Flash runs back in time and tells, you know, Batman, mm-hmm. she's the key, Lois. You're never going to see that, though. And unfortunately, what this is, while I enjoy it for, it's fun, it's entertaining. I I got entertained. I think it's, it, it is what it is. And I like the Flashpoint story, so I, I am biased. But what, what we got was a shell of what could have been. Like, yeah. that's what I look at it like. I'm like, God, that's a really fucking nice-ass Corvette. And then you open it up like, there's no fucking engine. <laughs> Where's exactly. the goddamn engine? Yeah. Like, and then, but I, and could, then, I could sit in it and look cool and take pictures and put it on Instagram, but I don't have an engine. 
And I think they band-aided story like uh, amazingly story-wise. I thought they band-aided it really well. Like I, I thought the story actually checked out from point A to point Z, minus a couple things. Like I said, Batman being able to fight, not able to fight, then able to fight, and then we just didn't. But I'll do you one further. Rather than I wouldn't want to see three of this movie, but I would want to see a fucking. They should if Batman coming back should have been his own goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, you could even done our own thing about like I think the Flash part, like the actual Ezra Miller flash part should have been a fucking disney plus tv series type shit because i just don't think anybody fucking cares at this point the flash flash the character matters but ezra miller's version of the flash flash is just like it's like a perpetual origin story like hey when the fuck are you actually supposed to be an adult superhero like like they force fed us a whole nother origin story with him having to teach the other dude how to do it and then he still didn't have his shit together either so i'm like i'm tired of watching fucking twilight the flash version like give us a fucking well-rounded superhero i felt like again it was andy machete not knowing what to do i feel like uh, james gum was like we're not casting ezra miller as the flash he's like okay so you mean to kill him off and like reboot the series with a new flash he's like no you should do your own thing yeah i feel like he was getting mixed because what I would have done if I had been a director in that particular position, I'd be like, all right, so Ezra Miller, and if I had known I was going to work on a, a movie in the James Gunn universe, I'd be like, all right, Ezra Miller's not going to be the Flash. I would do something like self-sacrificing of the Flash. The character runs back in time. He disintegrates or something to set things right. And then, you know, uh, everything gets returned to normal. Barry Allen's still alive in another in a brand new reality that has just been created. But you cast another uh, Flash at, the, at that moment. And that's the fucking in sequence that i would use as far as after the credits roll a new flash that's so warner bros dude warner brothers literally you have a fucking flashpoint movie that gives you a perfect goddamn excuse to immediately recast ezra miller and get a new flash and get rid of all these problems and warner brothers takes that golden fucking nugget and goes i think we'll just cast ezra miller for the next one too no because i feel like (laughs) i feel like those 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 dumbasses are so out of touch the upper management, the the shareholders or the CEO, whoever, that they really thought, I think that they thought that nobody, that this would eventually like go under the rug and nobody would care anymore that Ezra Miller was still with his goofy ass being fucking the Flash. And I'm like, no, people don't want him up there as the Flash anymore. They don't want to celebrate him. They don't want to, I, I felt personally, I was like, listen, I liked him in the movie. I did. I kind of enjoyed him. I don't like him as a person. So it makes me feel all fucking torn when I have to like go and watch a movie with a guy, I don't, I think he's a fucking asshole. Just like Amber Turd. I don't want to watch Aquaman 2 with Amber Turd in it, but you know, you're going to be forced to do it. So I think that uh, if Warner Brothers were a little bit more in touch with what the our audience wants, it may have been told for years. I'm not a fan of this. They've been told for years that Grant Gustin is who they should be casting as the Flash. I don't, Grant Gustin's not bad. He's, at least a, he's not a troublemaker. So that you've got that you got like he's a choir boy. So you've got that as far as like that's check marked off. Ezra's like but, you're a fucking choir boy compared to me. Yeah. <laughs> he's like you know why I smoke cigars because I can. Like uh, <laughs> unlike uh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I but I I'm not a fan of Grant Gustin. But I mean, if Grant Gustin would be a hundred times better than uh, Ezra Miller as far as like you know, there's nothing going on there. But yeah, dude, I I feel like. Andy Machete was put into a possible, like in an impossible situation. He did his best. A time travel movie is hard as fuck for anybody to talk about. 
unless you're fucking, you know, the greatest is James Cameron. Uh, but it's still a hard-ass movie to sell. Or even, I'll give it to Back to the Future. I did like the Back to the Future part, though, when they were talking about. That, that was, was cool. That when was they were talking, Yeah, uh, what was the, the guy that was almost cast as Marty McFly, actually, in this universe? Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz is Marty McFly. That was a good joke. That was love to do, because he was yeah. like, Eric, because Marty McFly is played by Michael J. Fox. And it's like, this guy that's like a stoner on the couch of Young Barry's apartment. It's like, someone talking about BTF? And he, like, sets up, he's like, He's like, don't tell me that Eric Stoltz isn't uh, Marty McFly. He has a tattoo. He's like, look at my thigh. And he's like, first off, that's not your thigh. He's like, and it's upside down. He goes, is it? (laughs) And like, he straightens his leg. But yeah, I thought that was a pretty funny ass joke. And they even have more like where Kevin Bacon was was actually in Top Gun and Tom Cruise was in Footloose. I loved all those little tiny things. But the coolest thing about this movie overall, while it was fun and enjoyable, the cameos are really fucking, they're incredible. While their faces are fucked with the CG. Like again, the CG... Don't look good. I did like that they were trying to do, they and do they did like the preschooler version of what the multiverse is in the DC universe. Yeah. There's a whole so fucking dude. There's there's so much information. If you guys don't know, uh, look on Crisis on Infinite Earths. They they briefly touch on it in this movie, but there's so much, mm-hmm. and they kind of try to shove it in in a preschooler with crayon with like palsy trying to explain what it is so i think really, he just explained the whole movie when he said well that. yeah well but there there's moments in this movie and you see at the end and i if you're not familiar with the comic books you won't care you're like oh that's cool I, that's that's neat but if you're familiar with the comic books the crisis on infinite earth and you see this you're like oh man they're barely scratching the surface and they're fucking driving through this bitch with a monster truck they don't care um and again yeah. that would have been another particularly there was a moment right fucking there that you're right. Warner Brothers could have got out of the whole Ezra Miller thing right there. They could have yeah. got out of it and they choose not to do it. And it's crazy. And by the way, the bonus ending, I, I'm not going to get, I will get there. But again, it, they, they just, they, I don't know what, who, I don't know who the fuck is in charge. Helen Keller of the Warner Brothers fucking chair, like the CEO, like who's making the decisions because you, you're fucking, you're blind and deaf. You don't, and you, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh God. No, it's, it's, that is, that is like, yeah. Uh, like they should just change the name to Warner Brothers, LLC, Helen Keller. Uh, yeah. Just change the Warner Brothers symbol uh, to Braille. percent, <laughs> dude. And that is the thing, like uh, even the, even the cameos that we're talking about. And I think the coolest, I think the, the only one where I went, wow. Uh, was uh, the fucking Nick Cage? Yeah, I did too. I was like, and, "Oh my god!" I was like, "But yeah, it got, started, I was like, that's him." <laughs> but it was, but it was immediately ruined for me by how cheaply and lazily they fucking did it. Like, and and that is that's pretty much my thing with this entire goddamn movie. The same way as I feel about eighty nine Bat, like Michael Keaton's back as Batman. It's like, yeah, but it might as well have been a fucking cartoon because they didn't put any heart and soul or like adult filmmaking into it. And I don't, I mean, porn. I don't, I don't watch that too. You want? Yeah, Vicky Bell shows up with her tits hanging out. I'm like Bruce, you remember me? He's like, I never forgot you, Vicky. Lick these nuts. Yeah, but like, no, but like, you show, you give us fucking Nick Cage, and at this point, I kind of feel like I'm in a meme, like not a movie. I'm just in a fucking meme. Like, it's like, oh, there's a TikTok. Imagine, like, honest to God, dude, I swear to fucking Christ, who's that guy who makes all like the 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 picture edits, Boss Logic or whatever the fuck? Mm. If he'd have made a goddamn Instagram reel and was like, this is what I thought it would look like if Nick Cage was Superman, it would have looked better than what we fucking saw. Well, again, so we, well, you're in this fucking billion uh, millions and millions of dollars all this high the, the one of the biggest fucking movies of the summer supposedly yeah. and you give us a fucking instagram reel and you're like but they're gonna love it because the fans are gonna suck our tits well we gave it to them it's like it just feels fucking i feel useless. like nick cage i actually like that I, I like you guys know if you guys don't know 
know, um, there was a movie that was proposed by Tim Burton years ago in the 90s that they were going to mm-hmm. have Nick Cage star as Superman. And they had this, if you go and you look on YouTube, you can actually see some of the test footage uh, of, of Nick Cage in the costume. He had long black hair, obviously extensions, uh, but he had the Superman suit on and it was it was going to be a wild, weird thing. Even Kevin Smith at one point was involved in the script writing. Uh, so that was a whole thing. Uh, and in this movie, they put Nick Cage in the film with a CG face, obviously, and he's fighting this big robotic arachnid as he sees the multiverse kind of coming together. That was funny because uh, Kevin Smith had actually mentioned like that arachnid was in the storyline. So I thought that was cool. If you do the history of that particular, right. which is script, why it was great. Yeah, which is why if both of us were like, "Holy shit!" But then immediately, yeah, if you don't, I was just if, so yeah, disappointed just a, by if the. If you're just a vanilla fan, you're like, "I don't know what the fuck that is," but it was right. cool. But, the, but it was CGI, the execution that sucked. Yeah, the CGI could have been way better. And by, by the way, I will say, even as bad as the CGI looked with Nick Cage fighting that arachnid beast and him look, I got to be honest, man, I kind of dug it. I was like, if if we'd got Nicolas Cage as Superman back in the 90s with Tim Burton with a little chest hair poking out of his yep. Superman suit with the long hair, I might I might not have been. The, I'd be like, hey, man, I'm not that. I'm not I'm not saying I'm sold, but I'm saying <laughs> I'm interested. It it would have looked so like I, I was. I'm down with the idea of it too. Like I'm kind of down. I, yeah. I watched all the test footage when they showed yeah. Nick Cage has I mean, that. Didn't look bad, right? And like the idea of the giant spider. Like to me, if they did it in the '90s, it would. And that's the thing to me. Like, and that's the thing I don't think these people. That, that this is what they. I feel like they don't get. Like, had they actually done that in the '90s, it wouldn't have looked perfect or whatever. But it would have looked. He wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have looked like that. Like Nick Cage's Superman well, would been, not yeah. have looked as what they fucking showed us. Well, like he wouldn't have had literally just Henry Cavill's fucking suit on, saying they're like a goddamn KB Toys fucking suit. No, that was that was their that was the suit that Tim Burton. That wasn't Henry Cavill. That was literally the suit that Tim Burton had, had designed. No, it wasn't, dude. It was that was a no, totally different he one. had the one. It, you could see his chest hair poking. It, out. I mean, it, it may not have been it may not have been the Henry Cavill suit, but it definitely it wasn't that suit. Like it was in the video, no, the test footage they showed. It, lit it didn't up. look it was, good. It had, the, it had the lights. It had the lights. Yeah, on. It well, here's the good, thing about but... it. Um, the other cameos that were in it, George Reeves was in it, which I mean, it was cool. It was, it was a nod to history. Um, Christopher Reeve uh, came, you know, he's there along with the original Supergirl from the 80s film Supergirl. They, the, the, the CG looks so oh, fucking, they, they did a better, that too. yeah, well, they did a better job on the CG with, with Christopher Reeve's face in Man of, uh, yeah, Man of Steel when he's like going up to, uh, you know, beat the, the, the world crusher and their face kind of morphs for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, you guys, you know what it reminded me of? And, and while I, I think it was the Mandalorian season two, when Luke Skywalker comes back at the end of the film or in, at, at the end of the show, it reminded me of that cheap ass, lazy looking CG when they put young Mark Hamill's face on the, on the body double. Yeah. Uh, they, they fixed that in the season three. He looks way fucking better, but it was like, I don't know if you guys just didn't know what you were doing or you guys just didn't care. or You didn't, I feel like, Again, I'm just going to point. I I enjoyed the film for it, it was a very fun Universal Studios type of Hollywood ride. I enjoyed it. I like the time travel movie, so I'm biased on that. But it, again, it, it feels like a shell of a movie of what it could have been. And I feel like people that worked on this film, to be honest, I feel like they just a lot of them stopped caring in, in post production when they were doing CG shit. They were like, I either they were getting new jobs and they were you know this this film was dead on arrival. So they were like, I don't care. Or they were like, we'll do our best, but whatever. And I feel like the movie suffered from a lot of that. But yeah, um, I, but I but I am going to say one thing, though. Um, I, I read an article, and it was so fucking stupid. And even people in the, in the comments were like, what kind of useless-ass, clickbaity-ass, shitty-ass article is this? Like, some people just want to bitch about the dumbest shit. 
It was a mm-hmm. Yahoo article. They're like, how disrespectful them bringing back the dead for acting roles. Bitch, you didn't say a fucking word when mm-hmm. Star Wars did it with Carrie Fisher. You didn't say a fucking word yeah. when they've done it before in the past. Yes, the CG was terrible. It didn't look good. But do not sit now. All of a sudden, you have a moral conundrum that they yeah. brought back dead actors for a cameo with a CGI face. And then you, they did it. They did it the Fast and the Furious with Paul Walker with yeah. his twin brother. And you're or not his twin, his brother. Now, all of a sudden, you have a moral conundrum. So yeah, that's I, hate really... people that, I hate people that say that shit. Like, that was so disrespectful. It was not disrespectful. If anything, it's honoring their legacy. Yeah. Get your fucking panties out of your goddamn ass and soak up some of that bitch with a tampon in your mouth. Yeah, if if they brought if they brought you know Christopher Reeve back and and showed him me like you know snorting coke out of a hooker's ass, yeah, yeah maybe, I understand. Yeah, uh, but it was the likeness but, yeah. of the character that we saw on screen before. Yeah, I, I just I, that's stupid. But I I didn't I didn't like it because I I saw it and I just I felt like a fucking dude. Like when I see scenes like that now at this point, I just <laughs> I feel like uh, uh, when you get a free vacation somewhere or a free karate lesson, and then they're like, "But you have to sit in this in this this half an hour long." Uh, timeshare sale where they're like yeah but like we really want to sell you a timeshare it, it just felt like i don't know i just i felt i feel so used in those moments like i feel like consumer used like we know what work. they want to see so let's just <laughs> i heard you like sloppy joes let's slop it on and i like they show us christopher reeve and they're like oh man these fucking nerds are gonna jerk off in the theater to the nostalgia we're giving them we don't even have to do a good job but we'll just half-ass it and have them fucking throw it. nobody cares they just want to see it and fucking jerk off to it, these goddamn nerds and like i wanted to be psyched to see christopher reeve i wanted to feel something i didn't know he was, i didn't know i didn't know any of the cameos i didn't know any of the cameos uh, I I knew a couple, but none I knew of the, the big ending. Ones. I knew the ending one, but that was I, it. Yeah, I wanted to feel something when I saw Christopher Reeve, and then they just did it, and I was like, dude, you this is a fucking cartoon. Like Batman looks like a cartoon. Fucking Superman looks like a cartoon. Nick Cage looks like a. Cartoon. Well, I don't think I, I wouldn't go as far as like Batman was looking. I mean, I I I, th- I thought Batman was fine. I I feel like the CGI the fighting was, scenes felt that way to me. You know, just he, the fighting scenes. He looked his he looked his age, which I mean, yeah, he's. I mean, it is what it is, but I mean, but when you, know, you can do what you do with like old man Logan and like do these things, you know, these what? characters and actually like put some heart and soul into it and like actually carve a neat character in there. They're like, ah, no, nah, we'll just fucking CGI I, and make him fucking he, dude. This Batman was could have kicked 89 Batman's whooped, ass. He, he would have whooped crazy Ben Affleck's ass like straight up whooped his ass. Like, no <laughs> doubts about it's it. Nuts. Like this motherfucker was pulling out Bruce Lee moves. But I think that I, I you know, and again, the audience shouldn't be responsible for this. But in my head canon, I was like, oh, it's because this, the suit is like got like some kind of exo armor that like bolster like gives him like injections i wanted them to say that no i know but like gives him injections of steroids or something in his muscles to make him be you know i i I, but i was like people like audience shouldn't think of that shit but i had to do it in my head kidding i was like this motherfucker (laughs) is like this motherfucker is like 100 years old and he looks like he looks like a crypt keeper from the and he was like making spaghetti and now all of a sudden this buffer like mom spaghetti all over your sweater and then he runs out there and he's fucking whooping ass like bruce lee i was like that's because the bat suit I would do. I would have done like, oh, Alfred made one last bat suit just in case you ever wanted to do it. And this thing like gives you like periodic stimulations of the muscle with steroid injections that make you run faster, do like things that you shouldn't. Be. And I'm like, I was like, that's what I would have done. But anyway, I'm I'm just a fan, and those guys are the are the genius in Hollywood. But Mike, Mike's a, Mike's a, Mike's a parallel. His uh, his analogy there is it's like going to a karate lesson. Like, dude, I just want to break fucking skulls and like smash goddamn. <laughs> concrete and like yeah. break through wood i want to go with johnny lawrence and you get in the class and dan you know Danny uh danny larusso is teaching you're like oh fuck <laughs> i said like, we gotta like learn the ways of the jedi and i want to kick some ass yeah right <laughs> well, johnny lawrence a, yeah and, and that's that's how i feel about it like again like i think it's 
I, I, I'm, I'm glad we got to see Keaton have a little bit of fun. Like I did, he did I enjoyed watching. You tell you had fun. Yeah, I enjoyed watching Keaton have fun. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, I'm just like, I mean, is anybody gonna be like when their kid asks them, "Wait, what was your Batman when you were younger, Dad?" Are you are you gonna show them the fucking Keaton in the Flash? Well, I was like, "Oh, that, that was a cool cartoon." You have to show no, them the, show you have to fucking show, eighty nine Batman. Show, like, I mean, well, yeah, but you couldn't show them the end of the road. You have to show them the beginning of the road. No, I'm just saying, like in general, like I'd probably show them the first three or the first. I, I'd show them Batman, Batman Returns, and I'd be like, "All right, kids, that's the end." They're like, "But wasn't there one more?" I'm like, "Yeah, but you know, you can read the eighty nine Batman comic book. It's probably better than that." It's just it 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 didn't feel fucking real world it felt like a, a lot, it might again, as well been a dc animated film like like just, it, so... it, it was rushed eh. it felt rushed yeah that's what it was i think it, it just felt rushed and again i i love seeing michael keaton in in the but they're like look the batmobile be mesmerized i did i did i was mesmerized and, and i, I was I, too but i would have like... i would have been like the flash shot at fucking sit in the car <laughs> like it fell asleep that was bad no eating twinkies <laughs> or sandwiches or whatever you fucking have like i'm not gonna get out of this and by the way speaking of camera they even have the laughing bag the joker from Jack Nicholson, he's like, "Hey, there's this this bag that lasts." Goes, <laughs> 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 I was like, "That's kind of funny." I, I think it was cool, but um, yeah, man. Uh, overall, I give it an eight. I, I enjoy it because, again, um, the time travel stuff. I like seeing Michael Keaton as Batman. Ezra Miller is tolerable, but it's not just that. It's because everybody else that acted in the film did a really good job. I think that they did the the actors and the and the director and the team that worked on this movie did the best they they, they could with a, an impossible situation, like mm. a really really shitty situation i feel like this movie had the bones to be something great and because of all the un, you know unfortunate circumstances that you know revolved around this film and leading up to this film and the whole thing with warner brothers not knowing what the fuck they are and what they're doing and, and mm. are they gonna be marvel or are they not marvel what the fuck is joker a comedy is it a musical I mean, crazy they did the best that they, they could do um uh, and i'll i'll say too man like uh so the two the two things i saw walking into this movie First off, when it fucking came out, when they were showing it to test audiences and critics and stuff, and you're seeing all the the hyperbole of people being like, "No, it's one of the best DC fucking superhero movies ever," and they're all super excited. I never said that, but like <laughs> people were saying that, you know. And then and then there's also people that are the complete opposite, you know, and they're like, "This is a giant bag of dog shit," and yeah. that's all a lie. And there's those two camps. I will say this: as much as I feel how I feel about it. After seeing it, I can go, I can actually be like, I understand people who really like it. And I understand why they really like it. And I also understand exactly why people fucking hate it. Like, I understand both. Like, I can see watching this movie and just geeking out and just fucking loving it. And I totally get get why why you like it it so much. Yeah, just falling into it. I totally get why you like it so much. I really do. And I I wish I did. I just. I didn't didn't give it a 10. I gave it an 8. I mean, it's not like, I mean, I liked it a lot. No, I know but, but, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, but here's the thing. Mike and I, uh, for like, and, and it was, it, it's always been controversial. And, we, and, and people are like, you guys are fucking stooges for the studio. We've always supported BBS and we've always supported Man of Steel. And both of those movies were divisive as fuck. And they still are among fans. People either think it's the most dog shit film ever made, Man of Steel, that it's not Superman, that it's not even remotely close to what Superman should be. And mm-hmm. that Batman versus Superman is the most terrible over expensive film ever in the history of superhero movies and should have died a long death. And then there are people that think it's the greatest film of all time. Uh, Mike and I don't think it's the greatest film of all time, but we think it's fucking close as far as the best it's representation a of Superman ever. I'm not saying that Christopher Reeve, obviously Christopher Reeve is Superman, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying in Man of Steel, that Superman is the Superman for this generation. But anyway, that's how it's always. It, now, my point being, when I say that, 
will this movie ever have the divisiveness where it's going to be it might it might the flash might be that kind of movie where it's going to be a very much uh man of steel type of movie where people are going to either fucking love the direction no i can't say that though i can't i can't be it's honest with myself and say that it's a different because thing man of still felt like a complete movie so when you get a complete movie that's not rushed and it's actually told the way mm. it's supposed to and the, the, the vision is there then you can have an argument about whether it sucks or not. This movie just felt like a bare bones ass movie. Well, there's two. There's a big difference there, though. Like, and I watched Batman vs Superman the other day and just sat there going, "God damn, we're lucky we fucking have this movie." Mm -hmm. Like, I Batman vs Superman, Man of Steel to me, I feel like those are both movies that will stand the test of time. And they they stood out and they were original and they were uh, kind of fucking punk rock in a way. Whereas they weren't. They didn't want to do what Marvel was doing. They didn't want to do. They wanted to have adult themes. They wanted to ask questions that nobody had ever asked about these superheroes before. And it wasn't always perfect execution for sure. To me, the Flash on the flip side of that is is dc's version of it's a weird fucking like bastardization of of what snyder did mixed with what marvel was doing yeah. and they just shoved the two together and like there's some cool shit in it and then there's now some fuck. fucking that's corny in it <laughs> yeah they shoved yeah. two actresses in a fuck no yeah yeah that's probably what it was i mean they obviously know that joss whedon's um justice league was a huge pile of tyrannosaurus shit and everyone hated it i mean generally speaking and then when the zack snyder justice league came out they had to fucking bite their tongue because of how many people praised that yeah. so good so fucking different so amazing and so then they were like well okay so what happened was we released on hbo max and yeah a lot of nerds came out and they have subscriptions and they were like yeah okay justice league was good zack snyder but we really think the joss whedon thing was better um and marvel's doing very well so maybe you're right. Maybe we should just have them uh, do an um, amalgamation and we'll have an amalgamation type of movie, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, get lunch. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's where I feel like the stupidity of their brains are right because I would have made this movie, first off, here's my, I would have made this movie a lot darker one because I feel like the consequences, the consequences in this movie are real, but I would have made them more impactful. Two, I would have also, and and I know I was I was the one that was saying I was excited to see Michael Keaton back in Batman, and I am, and I was, and I I think it's great. I would have actually cast Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the the Thomas Wayne. I would have done the Thomas Wayne thing and had a Batman that uses guns that shoots and kills people, like the more violent Batman. I would have Jeffrey mm -hmm. Dean Morgan as Batman when the Flash goes back. I would have kept it closer to the Flashpoint actual story, even if you're going to cut out big swaths of it, which they did. I would have at least kept Jeffrey Dean Morgan in as Batman and a lot more violent and made him Thomas Wayne with guns and that Martha Wayne was now Joker and because she went insane when she saw Bruce's body. I would have done that whole fucking, even if it was brief, I would have done that. Dude, as a whole, I feel like that's it with this movie is that this movie is a giant bag of Elvis dicks. And what I mean by that is Elvis is, you know, king of rock and roll. Women lusted after him. Men wanted to be him. He was a god amongst men uh, but i also hear that he had a tiny wiener and came fast so this so movie is we relate is a, it's a it's a collection of elvis dicks like it's like oh man 89 batman coming back and, and in my opinion a little bit and then uh, the way it was executed and they're like oh flashpoint paradox that's fucking amazing and it might have been like the execution was blah, blah, blah. like flashpoint paradox could be the greatest superhero saga as all like you said it should be three movies i think so. that should be three if it wasn't ezra miller i don't want to see him in three fucking movies but like no. 
I, the Flashpoint Paradox itself is one of the coolest superhero stories. And really if you guys is. haven't seen Amazing. it, if you want to see like how cool this story was actually supposed to be, watch. If you don't read comics, just I, and I've read the comic too, but like watch the animated DC film. Fucking awesome. Um, and I think that had Jeffrey Dean Morgan, if I'm not mistaken. Did, as well. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, by the way, yeah, the, this is the Elvis Dick version of that. The, the, the Batman that they that you have in the actual Flashpoint story, god damn, dude, he's so cool. He's got like dual ass pistols and he's like Clint Eastwood and he like he's like the Punisher. Like he's Batman that says, fuck it, I don't give a shit. I had a five hour energy drink and I'm ready to fuck you up. Like that's <laughs> and, and, and like either dude, oh my god, the flashpoint comic the story is so much better than what you get here and i and again it just makes me wonder i want i wish i could go back in time first off i'd slap ezra miller and he'd never be the flash but i wish i could go back in time and like where, the law, yeah where Zack snyder never got fucking fired and we could have those full that full vision yeah because i feel like all of this like what you get here is this tiny tiny uh salt king sprinkle of Zack snyder you can feel the salt king's sprinkle and he's like, he oh, might, did you see the probably, way that they, they did those zoom ins on the action yeah, sequences? That was straight up Snyder. I, I feel man. like he probably planned this well in advance when he was like making Justice League. And he's like, oh, I got this whole crazy that's idea. A, that's and, an interesting and it, point. Yeah. And it goes, I got this bare bones idea, right? Like, I got a very brief idea of what I want to do with the Flash. That's why I'm going to have the Flash come back in time and warn Bruce about Clark. And then, but I've got this whole Flashpoint thing that's going to be crazy. God damn it. <laughs> like, see, the more you think about it, the more you wish you had some fucking goddamn DeLorean juice so you could go back in time and fix shit. Like, I don't know, yeah. like, f- I- I'm not going <laughs> to... I'd like, like to go back and fix kill the, the DC fucking movie. Fight, kill the fucking uh, <laughs> the heads of office, but no, I mean... There's... I forgot the fucking ticker! Welcome to ticker, ladies and gentlemen! We're go professionals! Pee, I gotta go pee. Yeah, go. You go first. Right. I, you go first. You, you said it. You won the lottery. And I'm just going to think about sucking your pee-pee while you're in there. All right. Have you guys ever seen or been in a male bathroom that has a trough? Yes, we have in elementary school. Uh-huh. Remember that's in Central? What, we, that was literally when we were like first through fifth grade, we had a that, there is literally a trough. That's you how all I know gather around like. and pee. That's how I know what it's like. It's 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 a communal situation. It's it's Isn't that weird. Do they still do that in elementary school? That they I, I, I fucking trough? hope not. Like bars is that one was so thing, weird. That was drunk. so it was like very like like child labor worker force like bathrooms you know what honestly I mean? like, you got, it should upset people more than it maybe does, it was yeah. because kids are just like not aiming well and they just pee all over the floor and that's why they yeah. have it no it's know. just it's just being cheap it's just being cheap they literally if you guys don't know i mean some of you got girls that never went into the boys bathroom in first through fifth grade in our school they literally yeah. had a tr- like uh, it was a pig trough and you all gathered around it and pissed in it yeah yeah and then sometimes in bars you still find those or like sporting events well that's different when you're drunk you're like hey what's going on your dick's hard huh that's true yeah you don't care as much it's a bud light are you <laughs> you don't care quite the same uh i'll get to some of your super chats while jay touches his wiener and we all yeah, think I'm about him touching his wiener uh that's what i like to do to fall asleep at night it puts me at ease heightens my sense of security uh michael parton says did you guys see the trailer for craven the hunter dude i saw that came out when i got home from seeing the movie and i'm like ah after watching this fucking like having superhero multiverses fucking cram down my gullet hole for three fucking hours i just couldn't do it so i did not see it i don't imagine it's good (laughs) just being honest with you sony's like let's make all of our bad guys good guys because all we own is fucking bad guys um i'm a corporate puppet but that's what that kind of felt like to me so i didn't see it but i will hopefully it's good fuck me in the ass with a spoon uh who knows man who knows jesus christ we're in the fucking we're in the dark times of superhero shit we really are um 
Dan Murphy. Hey, buddy. He says, hopefully my Super Chat won't make your dogs fight again, Mike. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that, but in the last stream, mid-Super Chat, dogs started fighting. Everybody started calling me White Michael Vick. Not a good thing you want. Like, if you start a YouTube channel and you have a live stream, being called White Michael Vick is it's not what you want. It's not where you want your channel direction to go, you know? Um, definitely not. Hopefully my Super Chat won't make your dogs fight again, Mike. The first and third acts really worked for me, but the second act, I could not stand Barry. Humor felt very PG. The CGI reminded me of PS2 graphics. Yes. Honest to God, like, fucking almost towards the end of the movie, I was sitting there going, you know, I don't, I don't fucking really mind the CG in this movie, and I hate fucking CG. I fucking hate it. Like, the kids are like, God, that old fucking boomer, whatever I am, is going off again about CG. But I was like, actually, it's not been that bad up to this point. But yeah, when you get to the end of the movie and they start doing the cameos, they were just like, God damn it, I'm tired, Teresa. I'm fucking tired. Can we just slap the shit out and people will fucking eat it up like rice cakes? Nobody likes rice cakes. That was a terrible analogy. My point is this. If you're hungry enough, you'll eat anything, even a dick. And that doesn't make you gay. But if you are gay, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a beautiful thing, honestly. Maybe your partner likes sports and you can talk about that. Not a lot of dudes can talk about sports with their wives while inside of their. And, and he says, <laughs> but I agree with you, man. I got so sick of the Ezra stuff. And midway through, I was like, at first I was like, this is going to be a fun superhero movie and all that shit could be forgotten about for a little bit. The second act, I was like, Oh, you're going to fuck. You're just going to fist us with the Ezra stuff. And, you know, I, I tried to like it. I really did. I tried to say, Hey, Hey, Mike, you enjoy this movie because you paid for it just because you can't stand the person on screen because the fact that they like to beat women shouldn't take away from your enjoyment of watching the film. And I try to tell myself that. And that's what I whispered in my kids ears as they ate their Sour Patch Kids. You know, that guy is on film beating women, but try to enjoy the film anyway, kids. I didn't do that. But if I had, that would have been a mistake. But yeah, I just I was just like, oh, it felt so over the top. And so like, oh, I'm fucking. The Babe in the Woods superhero act is cool for like the origin story, but he they have never graduated beyond that. It still feels like the same character who was like, I just run up and push people like it. And even when they're like, OK, the only person you can actually be in charge of is a stupider version of yourself. And that was basically this movie. Like the only person who would actually look up to this character is a dumbass version of this character. And that's what the fucking flash was to me, that entire second act. And then the third act, I was like, half of me was like, I love watching Michael Keaton kick ass. And the other half of me was like, I'm watching a computer version of Michael Keaton kick ass. <laughs> I'm not seeing the real fucking thing. This, this is a fugazi, you know, it's a fugazi. It's fucking, fucking pixie dust. That's what it felt like for me. So while I did enjoy it and I let myself, I let the consumer in me rape everything i felt holy about with when it comes to to keaton as batman I, and i made myself partly enjoy it the other half of me was going this is fucking dog shit version of something that was beautiful and i'm making myself like the movie less the more i talk <laughs> uh but that's just me man that's just me that's just how my fucked up brain works couldn't get past it from time to time. Michael Parton says the VFX reminded me of something similar to what Robert Zemeckis would make in his animated films and a PS2 video game. And I found it a bit cringy sometimes. It, and it's a weird place because like there were some times with the CG and the VFX that I was like, it's broken, but I like it. Like I just watched fucking Ant-Man quantum mania uh, for some stupid reason. Um, and <laughs> 
and I, I was just like, yeah, the CG's fine, but god damn, do I give a fuck? No, I, I fucking don't. I saw this fucking 70 goddamn years ago in fucking Star Wars. They did it better. But like, the same thing with this. This, where it was a little bit broken and a little bit wonky, I was actually like, I'm kind of enjoying like that it's at least different. It's at least fucking different than than every the seventy nine thousand fucking bullshit CG horror movies I've seen the past two weeks. Um, so I did enjoy how I actually enjoyed the broken of it a little bit until they got to the cameos, and then it was like, okay, you should put more fucking work into that, dude. I um, I totally forgot. Do I, I actually? I'm no, gay. I, yeah, loving dicks. But I, I remember this one particular part, and I I actually did laugh out loud, dude. I don't know why, because it reminded me of the first time that you got. Uh, a michael myers mask uh like w- when they were first released like back like really like in the in the early 2000s late 90s mid 90s <laughs> when uh ezra miller was getting ready to drop from the uh the bat the bat plane and uh, and the uh, the young ezra miller had made his own suit out of the old batman suit and he looks over and he's like and the, and the mask is all stretched on his face. I laughed my ass off, dude, because I was like, I know what that feeling is, because you think it looks so cool, and then it doesn't fit right, and the eye holes is all up here. That was, that was funny. I was like, because <laughs> you can hear the fucking rubber go, and he's like, yeah, I look good. <laughs> and then there was, there was also that part where he was like, and I was like, dude, it, like that was like um, such a, uh, uh, like a bell of remembrance for me. He was like, when he was like, I know that sex exists. But I've never had it. <laughs> that was a good joke. That was a good joke. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but that 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 line got me that too. When he was like, because <laughs> I you know I you know why I laughed so much because again you guys know what it was like back wall. I mean because this is a horror channel, but you like if you got your first Halloween mask, I'm talking about well before the cool masks that they have out now. But like when they were like very cheap ass fucking shit, and you get yeah. them down at Gatlinburg or something at a gift shop, <laughs> and then you like walk around with you like, man, I look cool as shit. And then you look, it's like, hey man, what's up? And be like, yeah. and your eye would like the eye hole would be up here <laughs> on your forehead. Yeah, <laughs> I thought yeah. that was funny as fuck. That 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 made me laugh. It did. Uh, we are at eight nineteen p.m. Oh. on the super chats. Uh, our buddy air conditioning vent is the next one. And uh, you're not far from us, my friend. Our, our buddy got sent there one time. He's like, I'm going to Owensboro. And he came back. I'll just put this one up, and then you can grab the next one from there. Uh, okay. He came back. His dad took him to Owensboro, and he came back wearing fucking shit kickers and a cowboy hat and belt. And we were <laughs> like, what happened? He was like, yeah. I've just been in Owensboro. <laughs> uh, he, got, he, got inducted to the, he got inducted inducted into the Proud Boys. Motherfucker left wearing, wearing uh, Dickies and, like, you know, uh, Hurley T-shirts and came back... <laughs> <laughs> Full on fucking John Deere outfit. We're like, apparently, what? all they play up in Owensboro is goddamn uh, John Michael Montgomery. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong. With it, but no, I like. No, I, 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 I uh, I've actually grown over the uh, over the years uh, to appreciate some country music. <laughs> I mean, not, I don't like jam it out or anything. I don't have it on I my like playlist. But now again, country. when I'm fucking like feeling like shit, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I feel like country. shit. I want someone to share it with. Deserves musical like, respect. I don't know about what they do today. Chris Taylor, that's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, you you, you find right, it? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. All right, I'll be right back. My PP right. hurts. See y'all soon. I'll see you. I'll see you soon. Okay. Uh, we got Michael Parton coming in. Hot. He says, uh, "I wish we got to see Keaton in the OG Batmobile." Yeah, that's true. I actually thought at one point they were gonna do that. I don't know why. They could have done anything with that. Though. They could have had him like, "I gotta go get toothbrushes." I don't know. And he would have got into the Batmobile and something. But yeah, we didn't. You never get to see the Batmobile uh, in action at all, which is kind of stupid. So. It was very much to the point of Mike was like, oh, it was like a 
museum of coolest cars in in cinema history you just see it and it doesn't really do anything but i feel like there was so much more they wanted to do with the film and and by showing that particular car i feel like they wanted to do a lot more with it and they just never got a chance to but 100 percent, it would have been amazing to see that he wasn't yeah okay I, I was just trying to think of making sure that um michael again says personally i still think man of steel is a far more superior film i also felt like it wasn't exactly the days of future past that i was hoping for i agree um i feel again it goes back to the bare bones nature of the film itself overall while it's a fun uh easy going kind of film for me anyway that you can sit back and watch and relax and, and have a good time enjoying the film but it's not exactly any kind of groundbreaking stuff and, and it definitely doesn't even hold a candle to the original flashpoint storyline or man of steel um, but I definitely feel you on the days of future past. I feel like they could have done something really amazing with this film if they'd wanted to. Um, Colton Candler comes, sup dudes? The Flash was definitely a ride. I've never felt so what the fuck after a movie. It's true. It has a lot of issues for sure, but also had a lot of cool things as well. I agree. I think I'm in the same boat. Uh, when I left the theater, uh, it was kind of like, shit, I overpaid for that hooker, but at least I had a good time. But I mean, no, it wasn't like that at all. I was like, hey, I had a good time, but it wasn't the greatest thing of all time. But I agree with you, Colton. I do. Um, Michael says, again, they could bring back Keaton for Batman Beyond. Well, uh, that is a possibility. I think I've, uh, I, I, well, there was rumors about that. I, and that, that would be great. I think that Michael Keaton would be extremely suited for that role. Uh, and I would love to see that. But now that they've killed him off, uh, and, and they were talking about the whole idea of the, of the time thing being a nexus of reality Does it, and, and fate. Does that mean that he's dead forever? I don't know. I mean, he could exist, I guess. It's time travel and it's parallel universes. They could do whatever. But yeah, I, I would love to see him in Batman Beyond. I think that would be a really cool idea. And again, I think it works. I think it works really well. I think someone had mentioned before I had read somewhere that Christian Bale, but fuck that shit. I don't want an asthmatic Batman with bronchitis eternally to fucking be, you know, giving out orders to the new, but I don't, I just don't want it. Uh, Armani Martinez says the movie proves Zach's Zach gets DC cinematically. Yes. it does. We'll do. Yes. I mean, uh, I think that uh, I feel personally uh, the extended cut of, of justice league proves forever that uh, Zack Snyder knew exactly what to do with, with DC and how to set it apart from Marvel. And then DC was like, that's not good enough. Fuck that. Okay. I'd rather, I'd rather just go and have, Tumbleweed go up my anus hole and listen to Zack Snyder. And that's what happened, unfortunately. And and Zack Snyder, I, I don't I don't get I never got what people hate him for. I or you know, it just seems like there's like not everybody, but it just feels like in the world of Hollywood, people don't like Zack Snyder. And I don't get what he's never done anything. He's never been in trouble for as far as I know. Uh he suffered a tragedy, which was unfortunate, and, and he bounced back from that. And he's an amazing um uh, guy with uh, with vision and 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 cinematic uh expertise and, I, and it's just like oh jesus christ i would i don't know why you wouldn't want that guy in charge of your universe but whatever <clears throat> michael parks says i was so happy to see george play yes dude i forgot well, well that was the big thing right there though we didn't mention that cameo at the very end of the film uh when the flash resets everything in the universe uh he's talking to bruce Wayne on the phone and, he, and he's kind of you know whatever what how you doing whatever and then he's like, all right. And then Batman's or Bruce Wayne's like, I'm almost there. And he pulls up and George Clooney gets out of the car. And then Ezra Miller's like, who the fuck is that? It was cool to see him. Uh, I, I thought it was really fucking funny because uh, obviously George Clooney is uh, a part of one of the worst Batman films of all time, Batman and Robin. And that movie does not get better with age. That's an old ass hemorrhoid that you remember. And you're like, God, I remember how painful that was. But 
yeah, it's not. He was a good Bruce Wayne. Yeah, anyway, but yeah, it was funny. It was good to see uh, old George. Old George. Uh, Michael, again, Michael says, uh, I was one of the DC fans that signed a petition to fire, uh, recast Ezra Miller as well as possibly cancel the movie. That just shows how passionate I am. Yeah, man. Um, I would have been fine. if. And, and you know what? To be honest, uh, that might have been a better idea. I know that they had a lot of work already put into the film when Ezra started acting like an asshole. And, and doing, you know, smacking hoes around and, and saying my song's better at karaoke than yours and just being a complete bitch. I would have been, you know, smart as far as a business move goes. I would have just been like, I know it's going to suck and I know we're going to take a financial loss here. Let's scrap the movie, restart the whole film and, and recast The Flash and go from there. Or at least cut down Ezra's time and then like, you know, re, you know I don't know, uh, re-engineer the script where Ezra dies or the character of Ezra dies in the film, uh, you know, 40 minutes, and then you have a new Flash. I don't know. There's a lot of things they could have done, but I think they were just scared of backlash. Who the fuck knows? It's it's fucking Hollywood, dude. Um, uh, I'm, at, uh, I'm at Gary. I just got to Gary. He's at uh, 855. Fucking Gary. That son of a bitch. I'm trying to find you. I'm coming for you, Gary. Yeah, uh, Michael Parton... Uh, coming in hot with that support tonight uh he he can't, he said he actually was one of the few that signed a petition to replace ezra miller and scrap the film and that just shows how passionate he is and i'm like to be honest with you at this point i think they could have done that i mean they would have suffered a huge financial hit but who the fuck cares i mean especially if they could have uh maybe done something to uh interlap that with the new james gun vision why not just fucking do it yeah, no, I agree with you. I, there, whatever the fuck you can have, you can have a goddamn hot dog or or a, a two hundred dollars steak on the table, and Warner Brothers will go, "I'll have the hot dog, please, yeah. wet and and uncooked." Uh, Gary said, uh, "Did you already read this one?" Or no, I just okay. Uh, Fast Seven and the Flash was playing tribute to dead actors. Wakanda Forever killed uh, Chala and uh, market the movie uh, on that and the profit they profit on Chad, Chadwick's death uh, the way sh they should they should have just recast I, that's tough well that, that that goes back to the well that I think what he's um, talking about was the article that was bitching about them using dead actors with CGI um, and how ridiculous that sounds and I don't know if they were just bashing on DC or Warner Brothers for that but you're you're absolutely right I, I agree I feel like Black Panther is an amazing uh, character I think he's an awesome character to be honest with you he's one of the the, the the core members of the Avengers. And while Chadwick Boseman was a, a, an amazing Chala, I don't know why at this, I don't know when he died. I can't remember when he died and then Black Panther 2 came out, but they could have, I think that I would have, I would have much rather seen a recast of Chala in, in a Black Panther role. It's a, it's fucking Black Panther. And that rather than having his sister take up the fucking role, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm not, I don't want that. I don't give a shit about that. Like make their own fucking series where the, where she becomes whatever you know uh black panthers i don't know mm. give me a black panther too and chala and and chadwick Bozum goes hand in hand but let's be honest with ourselves guys those are major characters just like superman when christopher reeve passed away it's not like they said we're gonna stop doing superman films right i mean they they cast brandon ruth first and then they cast henry cavill that's just the way yeah. it works and at some but point in the future marvel's gonna recast iron man and captain america it's going to happen yeah, I feel like I, I just I, I don't know at this point, man, and, and, it, and it ties hand in hand with everything we're talking about with the fan service, the constant fan service and stuff that's going on. Like, 
it feels like there almost should be two universes at this point. Like one that's going to do everything fans want and do what they did with uh, and Doctor Strange, where like they they give us the the Reed Richards casting of John Krasinski, and they do all but then this they shit on it, but then they shit on it. Right, but like do all this stuff that like they're listening, they're doing exact they they are playing on the nostalgia of people, and sometimes that works out well, right? But like there's a whole nother side of that argument that's like, man, like we're the fans, like show what sometimes I mean, nobody wanted Michael Keaton as Batman at first. Like nobody wanted Heath Ledger as the Joker. Yeah. There's a reason why, at some point, at least, maybe not now with Warner Brothers, these people know what they're fucking doing, and it should be about the art, not about they shouldn't build it from the ground up <clears throat> based on what they hope the audience response is gonna be. You should yeah. have artists tell fucking stories and original stories. And like, I think that's just been lost. And I feel like that is why superhero fatigue is at an all time high because you can walk into a movie and you know exactly what to fucking expect. Yeah. Even if it's a cameo, we'll just do this cameo. Uh, um, now, if they went back and they said, we're going to make a fucking Nick Cage superhero movie and we're actually going to do what Tim Burton's original version was. Okay. But instead, okay, just but like, you got to have Tim Burton in the driver's seat and he has all uh, creative control. Right, but instead they're just like, we'll just throw it to him for 10 seconds. We'll turn Reed Richards into fucking spaghetti. You know, like, it, it just feels so false and that, fake, and it doesn't feel like we're watching someone's art. It feels like we're participating in it, and all the magic is gone at that point. Well, that's I, I think that a lot of companies and corporations have learned the hard If you don't listen to your fucking base, a lot of bad things can happen. It's not that hard. If I were in charge of a corporation or a business or whatever, and my customers weren't getting what they fucking want, and then they, I was seeing that when my fucking sales dropped or whatever the fuck. And it's not just about Bud Light. It's not about Target. It's not, I don't give a fuck about any of that stuff. I'm just talking about as a very strict business. If you are catering to a particular demographic, as far as people go, is like, you know, your base audience, right? Superhero films, they know their base audience. They know what they want. And then they decide that they were like, but we know better than you. I don't know who the fuck they hired, who their marketing managers are or who their marketing research are. But obviously these motherfuckers are, are like high as fuck. And they think that, well, no, they want this. Obviously they don't. And as a CEO of the company, that's your company. You're responsible. How fucking dumb are you? Like, I, I can't stand it, dude. They, they just right the whole thing with uh, Chala and, and Black Panther. I think Black Panther is a great fucking character. And again, I Chadwick Boseman's passing was was terrible. It was awful. But at the same time, that character itself, he will be remembered, but they should have recasted the fucking character and made Black Panther too. I'm sorry. That's just the way that it works. I mean, that's the way that it should have been because fans wanted to see Black Panther. And I, I mean, and, and by all means, go out and, and get the best fucking guy you can get for it. Don't hold back. Get the best actor yeah. that you can it, get, but you can give just, us a new actor. I mean, holy shit, dude. I want to, I want to see fucking art. I want to see storytelling. I don't want to be fucking pandered to, you know what I mean? Nobody like I does. don't, and that, and that's, that, that's what, yeah. And, and, that, and that, and by the way, that goes to anybody that goes to any group whatsoever. When you pander to a particular group or a minority group, you insult them. You slap them in the fucking face. That looks stupid to you. Or that if, looks if stupid it's not done you. with, if yeah, it's well, not done you, with well, if you're just content, doing it yeah. for goddamn ESG points, you're a piece of shit. ESG right. is the fucking worst thing that ever happened. What is ESG? Fucking, uh, it stands for, I can't remember the things. It's, it's basically like how, you know how you have like your carbon Egregious footprint? sex goblins. Yeah, that's pretty much what they that are. sounds hot. But you know how like they have your carbon footprint on things like they measure your car. They measure about how many uh, um, minorities, how many, does it check all the boxes? Mm. Does it check all the boxes? And then they, they give you an ESG rating based on whether or not you hit all these boxes. So companies are scared of the ESG and they don't want their rating to drop below. Mm. So this is what's happened in, I, in today's world. It's fucking stupid. They, now they're saying to you, 
we can't make a good movie. We don't want to make a good movie. We just want to make all all make sure these boxes are checked for the ESG to give us a fucking nice little ass fuck. And I'm that's thinking, what they're doing. I think there's there's parallels. There's definitely parallels between those two things. I'm I'm thinking more like fan service. Like we demand that you cast this person, and you know that we'll jizz our pants if you show us Christopher Reeve and like you know stuff like that. Yeah. But I think there's definitely parallels to both of them. Christopher Sampson climbing to the moon like that bitch Alex Crampson. Ooh. Sorry, dude. I'm gonna it, Chris. If you don't know, by the way, every time you super chat, uh, and by the way, you're always super sweet with the super chats. We really appreciate it. If you don't know uh, what the fuck I'm talking about, every time you super chat when I do that, it's from Half Baked. Hey dudes, had to jump in the chat. I'm at work for another half hour. My my uh, favorite major character deaths are Sonny Corleone, oh, Leon the Professional, mm -hmm. Tony Montana, oh. Tommy from Goodfellas, and Braveheart. What are your top 50? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, just, we'll just pump those out real quick. Rapid fire. People uh, do ask questions like that sometimes. I was like, hey, oh, that, 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 hey, Chris, that would be a great uh, video to do, actually. Uh, not 50. <laughs> I, there's no way. A 50 would be like five hours long. But maybe do That'd the top fun. 20. Top yeah. 20 best deaths in cinema, Shit. according to us. That's a Hard great to research. Idea. Fun to Chris, talk you ain't about. getting paid. But thank you for suggesting it. Uh, but no, man, that's a great idea. But I mean, uh, Braveheart um, is is a is a classic. But dude, uh, yeah, dude, God, there's so many good ones though. Like the, the you know, the, it's always for me. It's always the hero's end. It's always the guy that makes the ultimate sacrifice. You to be honest, like one of them that's up there. Um, I'll just say this: I don't want to ruin the the potential video that Mike and I have because I'm not going to give everything away. Okay, well, I'm not going to show the whole leg, just a little bit. Uh, the uh is the actual the uh the Tony Stark death in damn it in that's what I was gonna fucking say well yeah. just because just because uh it goes back to Avengers when he's like you're not the guy that's gonna lay on the wire and let the other guy crawl on top of you like yeah because all of all the all the stuff that you know he's like you're not the guy to make the ultimate sacrifice and then he ultimately is the guy I mean that was just a powerful I mean there's obviously you know Mickey from Rocky three I mean there's there's a fuck ton that really affected you but uh, Apollo Creed. Yeah. From that one too. That's Apollo a good one. Creed and, Rocky, yeah, and then I won't say favorite because I actually think it was a mistake with Dewey, uh, obviously, I, but no, uh, Iron Man was going to be my number one. That was like one of my like beautiful movie deaths. Like the, the way that they sent him off. What a great fucking. That's holy a great shit. idea, Chris. Holy shit. God, that's so damn. good. That's God. I don't even know how you research that. That's fun. But yeah, but you're just going to be the idea guy. Hey, just come up with good ideas because our videos suck and you've obviously got the good, you've got the good golden nuggets. I totally brain. agree. With, uh, I definitely agree on Sonny Corleone because he, it was a shock and it I totally changed the periphery of the rest of the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, Braveheart, dude. I mean, when he screams freedom at the end, I didn't expect yeah. him to die. That was one of the first few movies I remember watching when I was a kid. And like he was the hero, like, and I didn't know anything about um, William Wallace. I had no idea about the history of William Wallace or anything about, you know, anything. Um, and I, I think I was that was during the dial-up age on the internet, so it took forever even to get on the internet. Uh, so I didn't go on the internet to look up William Wallace, and I watched it. And when he screams "Freedom," I'm like, "Holy shit!" And that's why for years I was like, "Dude, if Captain America were made during that time, Mel Gibson would have been the perfect fucking Captain America." Yeah, I swear I to God, the ice blue eyes, the determination, the soldier type of like mentality that he had that I care about the soldiers and I'll give my life for them. Tell mm -hmm. me that. Tell me. Tell me Mel Gibson wouldn't have been the guy. He, he technically didn't die, but uh, Henry Cavill in Batman versus Superman. Uh, he did. Well, yeah, he did die technically. He, well, he died technically right. in the movie. Right. 
and they brought him back but like yeah especially in the comic books but uh, also uh mel gibson lethal weapon 2 uh he doesn't die but you think he's gonna die and he lights up a cigarette and like that shit uh, that was always like these things will kill you that's a great question that's, that's fucking amazing well, that's, a, that's a whole video right there chris Thanks, i'm man. failing my brain is failing me because i have so many fucking there's things one, I I, there's to. one uh, uh no dude uh it, it, I, it would it, it might crack my top 20 but uh qui-gon jinn dying in in episode one of star wars heroin bob from slc punk is one of my favorites too sorry that just popped that, in my no head. that's a good one too well uh yeah well uh, Jindo, I, just, I mean i knew he, i mean because you never as a fan of star wars you never you never knew who uh, qui-gon jim was which was obi-wan kenobi's master but that he died like that i don't know I, that was fucking good too that's that's an amazing question dude thank one. you for your super chat thank you for an awesome question we're all gonna I, have to like get around with incense and like drink a lot of alcohol and smoke cigarettes when we have to do that list that's gonna be a cry stream yeah. uh david nangle the third thanks buddy says curious if you guys ever found out who played the shape in the dj kill if it was core the Corey actor that would be impressive armstrong is still top tier that's a really yeah. good question uh if you guys remember uh, in the kill of the dj in halloween ends michael fucking waddles by the goddamn window <laughs> and then yeah. pops in and they don't show him killing diana uh, uh or darcy from uh from the joe bob show but then he fucking bangs his his head on the desk cuts off his tongue it flops on the goddamn cd and starts skipping the track uh i think it's supposed to be Corey, but i don't know if that's Corey cunningham all i know is that aaron armstrong despite his reluctance to ever answer my dms and come on the show uh was one of the best iterations of the shape i've ever fucking seen you mean the flashback sequence in halloween kills yeah and he was one of i would love to talk to that, that guy too. that guy was awesome yeah yeah he was one of the most underrated best michael myers i've ever seen really good. so i'm gonna guess that was Corey or another stunt actor it didn't have the same movements in my opinion as aaron armstrong but i could be wrong about that fucking great question though mm-hmm. amazing fruit those are um those are by the way uh thank you guys LEDs. for showing up for this stream tonight i know it's not our usual uh parte because we we normally do horror movies but thank you guys for that are showing up oh yeah and hanging out tonight because i'm just it was like superheroes what a bunch of fucking gaggle of nerds and geeks i'm not gonna go in that chat i bet they're gonna talk about world of warcraft tomorrow a lot of fucking poo tang in here man (laughs) no no i i agree man thank you guys for showing up to talk about this shit especially with one movie but i feel like there's a lot to talk about there's there's a lot to dissect austin says film facts joe johnston wanted to do a sequel to his 2010 remake of the wolfman with a now cursed inspector aberlean using his new werewolf abilities to hunt down jack the ripper in 1890s america that's not bad i mean well yeah that sounds kind of cool but i mean it doesn't it sound like something that would be on the league of extraordinary gentlemen <laughs> i never saw the movie so you I never like, saw that movie oh my shit. god you gotta no. watch that that's that's so corny it it's almost fun but then you realize how shitty it is but yeah it, it, like that that just remind that that feels like something that would be out of like we've got to find this guy he's gonna go hunt down jack the ripper or he hunted down jack the ripper i mean he's part of our avengers team which is the league of extraordinary gentlemen that's pretty much by the way if you've not seen the movie that's what it is sean connery's in it which is the the, the best part sean connery's but, sean connery's uh, yeah, birthday. But yeah, he's he's the main guy in it. Um, and uh, if you guys don't know, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, it so oh god, the graphic novel is so much better. But in a, in a in a basic sense, that's the earliest Avengers. Like they take all these like Captain Nemoid, um, uh, uh, who who the uh, Jekyll and Hyde, a vampire that was bitten by Dracula. All this, they're they're they they form a team to fight a greater evil. Essentially, that's what it is. That's that's what it's like when you make a woman come. Yeah. 
I don't know where I was going. Yeah, that's, that's called a gangbang if I'm you combine sorry. forces with other people. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the movie, so that's all I have to add to the conversation. I apologize. Um, Dave Nangle says, the most underrated Myers kill, mine is the strip club H2 scene where Ooh, he snaps the dude's one. forearm and keeps slamming the stripper's face into the glass wall. That was gnarly as far uh, like I, underrated. I yeah, I feel like there's there's so much to go into. We're not going to give a proper answer here, but well, I can only really give fast. you one that, but I, I, and I only say it, it's not, no, I can't say it's underrated because they don't show it. But I do, I do think one of the most gnarly scenes is the original Halloween two when the motherfucker had all his blood drained and it, when they come uh, in, the nurse slips on it. Yeah. And all of his blood was literally drained. I mean, Michael was feeling like moody that particular kill. <laughs> he was like, I fucking hate hospitals and needles. I'm going to drain all your blood. I'm not even going to stab you. I'm just going to fucking drain all your blood. <laughs> I, you know, I'll say, I'll say, uh, and I, there's a better answer for this. I just can't think of all of them off the top of my head. I will say uh, D Wallace in Rob Zombie's Halloween. It mm. wasn't a violent kill, but it actually added some weight to the movie because she was such a sweet mom and she was such a nice lady. And she was just, just on the porch talking about vacation with her husband and then is inside. And you felt so bad for her. Felt like an IRS audit. (laughs) So quick. It made you sick to your stomach and it actually added some weight to the movie because you just really felt bad for her when she died during that scene. And I think it added something to the movie. Now, now that I thought about it, now I'm going to, I'm going to throw in one. Uh, When he kills um, the, the stepfather in Halloween six, and electrocuting his ass. Oh, uh, John. Yeah. That was so fucking vicious and mean. And, his head and, exploded. and like, and he stabs, uh, yeah, he stabs on either side of his neck like he's fucking Frankenstein and his head bur- bursts like a gusher. <laughs> I thought that shit, well, at least in the unrated version, I was like, that shit was violent. That shit was hardcore. And it's no wonder they had to like censor that shit for the, uh, for the theater version. Yeah. Cause it no, was that's fucking a solid gnarly. One. Um, Joe Bob says, uh, I saw someone say like, happy father's day to everybody, except for this fucking asshole. <laughs> it, was, it was that guy. One of the worst oh, movie I, was, dads I don't ever. have kids either. <laughs> so that's it. Deborah keep slipping her the cash. Yeah. Um, but Joe Bob said, they said the first flash cut was four hours long. I read that, but, mm-hmm. but to his credit, Andy Machata said, uh, he was like, yes, he was like, there is a four hour cut of the movie. He was like, but let me be clear. The best version of the movie is what came out. Like it's what came. You know, there's gonna be. They might release the four hour version. He knew though. He he fucking knew. He's like, I don't want to start up the goddamn restore the Snyderverse people again. Like the best version's what you got. Yeah, but there is, there's a four hour movie. But Warner Brothers are are those crack whores around Las Vegas casinos that are just scrambling for extra coins that people leave on the ground. So they're like, hey, if there's a chance for us to make money on extra four hour cut, we'll release it. Uh, Yeah, or the 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 fucking like like the the Schumacher cut. Or the or the uh, suicide cut cut. I actually would uh, love the David Schumacher cut. cut. Never did come out. No, no, and the David Ayer cut. And I guess Kevin Smith's seen it, but yeah, you know, I think that dude. Like, I just that that's what I'm talking about. Like, let me just say for a second, these fucking movies do not need to be this fucking long. Like, I cannot remember maybe the last fucking Martin Scorsese movie I saw. Maybe. Like if you're not Martin, if you're not making a fucking Martin Scorsese goddamn mafia epic. Or 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 Zack Snyder's Justice League was spans all these characters that and all this great. crazy shit. Like these movies do not need to be this fucking long. Why the fuck is a Spider-Man cartoon two and a half hours long? Why is that how fuck? long it was? Yes. Why the fuck oh. is the Flash movie two and a half hours long? Well, it's a the, very simple fucking story. Because man. there's so much going on. I mean, the Flash the, the Flashpoint oh. is like, I mean, because if you take out certain aspects of that story, you lose the whole story. You have to put it oh, in. Oh, dude, I, I'm telling you, in, in, I, I, in a fucking half a day, 
I could cut the Flash movie I just watched to fucking hour and no, 50 minutes. No, I'm saying you can no cut stop. out jokes, but as far as the actual, the, the main plot of that story, it's a lot. There's a lot going. When you deal with time travel movies, like you're going to be, by the way, but they did it Did great. you not understand when he walked in though that like the whole situation with his mom and his dad, they no, I knew. told a story they'd already fucking told us. Just cut out the middle of the fucking movie. I feel like the, the there's a lot of things with the jokes and, and uh, the extra... Uh, I feel like the Iris West thing was unneeded. It it really didn't even come up. Like the Iris West thing literally did come up. His uh his being bullied by his coworkers literally never came up Dude. again. By the way, the other thing I, I will say because uh, Mike didn't watch it, I meant to say this and I forgot. The only extra okay, so the extra scene. After oh the yeah, credits, yeah, yeah. We need to okay, so that. all that happened was is that Ezra Miller is leading a drunk um, uh, Aquaman out of the bar. Jason Momoa and they're like hanging and he's talking and he's trying to explain to him that he's Aquaman and like you're you're Aquaman you're not like this drunk asshole that you're you know hanging around a karaoke bar and he's like yeah cool man whatever and they're just a drunken mess and he's like my apartment's right there that's literally the the ending of that uh FCS so it's so, a fucking ad for Aquaman 2 maybe yeah and I think so and I feel like it was a leftover after credit scene for Aquaman 2 yeah. and that's why they have it in the movie but somebody, I, and again, you guys got to watch these articles. Sometimes they pop up. They're like, why, if you look closer, it actually spells like the, the layout of James Gunn New Universe. No, no, no. Jason Momoa, I don't even know if he's going to be in James Gunn Universe. They're begging be. people to watch Aquaman 2. Yeah, it. but he might be. But yeah, but here's the thing. The There's reason why that exists is because at the end of the movie of, 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 of this particular movie, Ezra Miller's The Flash sees George Clooney as Batman, not Ben Affleck. So things have changed. Obviously, he's not said everything right. And um, Jason Momoa's Aquaman is still a drunk. So he finds him. He's like trying to get him on the path of being Aquaman. At least he exists in this uh, universe. Uh, and that's all. That's literally them just stumbling along like two drunk assholes leaving the karaoke bar wondering if they're going to get Taco Bell like Mike and I have done several times. But as far as if it sets up the James Gunn universe or if it does anything remotely to, to pepper in some James Gunn stuff for what he's going to do, no. And I don't know. I read an article that was like, if you look closer, that's not true at all. There's nothing. You don't have to stay and watch this. If you, Unless you really like Jason Momoa as Aquaman, there's some of that unbelievable and i cannot it. believe like yeah it's like jesus christ you guys are gonna give us two fucking half hour movie and then you're gonna make us sit through 10 minutes of fucking credits yeah dude by the way they, yeah, show us literally some dumb shit they make you sit through every single credit at least marvel will only give you the first half of it and then they'll they'll show you the, it's, dude, the it's, after credit it's so fucking tired the entire superhero thing is so fucking exhausted i'm telling you man we're getting so i'm in five fucking years people may not go see any goddamn thing they could be like hey it's fucking x-men well, no we like sucking cyclops we like dude. secret invasion right but it's because it's different and I, I don't like it enough to go to the theater and see that i enjoy yeah but i am i'm gonna be interested when marvel brings when they're gonna do a fantastic four or an x-men i'm gonna see I mean, what they do they're gonna have to they're gonna there's gonna be a pair there's a new hierarchy in the dc universe there's gonna be a time where they really need to do some new shit to fucking pull people in it's getting so tired you and know, i think the box office for this movie fucking proves that you know who's you know? begging to be a part of the james and i feel i do feel bad for him but that guy needs to seek some fucking help i don't know like i saw his breakdown um zachary levi he's begging to be a part of the james gunn universe and in at the end of uh, fury of the gods they actually have uh, uh zachary levi's shazam character meet a few of the members of of the peacemaker squad so it's almost like james gunn was like yeah maybe i got you 
maybe you'll come back and be Captain Marvel in in my universe, but we'll see. And then Zachary yeah. Levi was blaming The Rock on on the failure of Shazam. I'm like, dude, it's just like I understand like you have to get paid and this is your livelihood, but at the same time, move the fuck on. If it's like you were literally unfortunate enough to be a part of a of a dying creative idea and and vision of the Zach, mm. and that sucks to say, the creative dying vision of Zack Snyder of Shazam. And if James Gunn takes pity on you, as far as like, I'll, I, you're not bad. I mean, I, you're not bad. I'll, I'll, I'll figure out how to put you in my universe. I mean, good for you. Yeah. But at the same time, don't go on Twitter and rage and bitch at the rock for ruining you because he didn't want to show up at the end of your movie. And, and he didn't want you in the end of his, at least the rock. I will say this for the rock. At least he, we got to see Henry Cavill in the Superman uniform one more fucking time in his bonus scene. So yeah. I just yeah I, I I think it's I think it's dying breed man I think I think I think I think we're headed down a fucking road I just think we're headed down a fucking road and people are holding on to this like oh but I fucking remember you know, when you know so and so was making so much and everybody fucking and yeah. I remember I remember in game like I remember all this shit and they're 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 holding on to it with dying hope like I got cast in this so it has to be great and I'm telling you man Hollywood's gonna be the last to fucking know when they always are people just get tired of this shit they always are. Because you're not coming out with any inv- innovative stories. You're not coming out with anything that people want to see. You're just coming out with the same old cookie cutter bullshit and that you think that worked like five years ago is still going to work or 10 years ago. And mm. it doesn't. And people are getting tired of, of seeing the same old, same old. This is, by the way, this is the fucking time for Todd McFarlane to strike with Spawn. Give yes. us something droll. Give right. us something new. Give us something like gritty and edgy. Give us the crow. Reinvital. Re- uh, reinvigorated through something like the sp- uh, through spawn with Todd McFarlane at the helm. God damn it. I would love to see spawn a horror movie yeah. slash superhero movie coming out in a, you know, in this gritty fucking crazy ass way next year. Holy shit. This yeah. is the time. Those are the independent creators and, and the filmmakers I want to see that I have to, I have to jump ahead just a bit because something just popped into my periphery. I'm hearing it now, Deborah. Deborah says that we have a fucking yeah, sexual harassment lawsuit being filed against you. Oh no, I feel like Justin Long and Barbarian. <laughs> I did not. No, I'm hearing now fucking motherfucking John Winston made an appearance. And you know when John Winston shows up, oh, he shows shit. up with shit like fucking this, dude. John goddamn Winston. Oh fuck, my finger didn't work right. I didn't do it right. Fucking I'm not. I gotta fucking do it. Um, I sound like Miller, actually. Shut up. Shot John Winston with a fucking gargantuan from space fucking Crazy, super man. chat. Thank you, Thank you, dude. Thank you, man. Seriously, that's fucking insane what you do, and we really appreciate it. He says, and he said, play the best song in the world, or I'll eat your soul. He says, caught the last stream on playback, heard you say Ezra Miller, showed up looking like Erica Badu. <laughs> he did, dude. When he walked the red carpet, he was- he had that fucking Erica Bondi oh, thing going on. Uh, he said, couldn't be more true. Shouldn't say this, but she's actually my neighbor uh, and oh. wears flamboyant items. You know what? I believe that. I fucking yeah, I, believe I, that I, you yeah. live next door to goddamn Erica Bondi. When I when I mow my lawn, I see her out there. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a flamingo oh. decoration. It was just her walking down the street to get the mail. Dude, what's so funny about that, John, is like I, I used to remember when I was looking at like shows nearby or something because I'm always like bands in town trying to find concerts to go to. And I saw like an evening with Erica Badu. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck? I was like, that sounds like an evening with fucking Midol and, and volume. 
<laughs> an evening with Erica Badu. No, I'm good. Thanks, uh, we'll be serving shrimp scampi on the that. horizon. <laughs> I'm gonna be passed out. <laughs> Is that heard you say Ezra? Oh, oh sorry. Is it could be more true? Shouldn't say this, but she's actually my neighbor and wears flamboyant items. I uh, actually seen Mr. Andre 3000 show up there. Hella, give me a fucking break, will you? Uh, Mr. Andre 3000 show up there a few times. Take care mm. of Michael J. So hey, this motherfucker you, has just like Andre 3000 shows up like, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I'm at Erica Badu's house. <laughs> that didn't fit or rhyme at all. But um, God that's damn. Crazy. Yeah, Andre 3000 is probably still looking for a joint to smoke. I don't know. Like just he look ran out of the window. car on the way. He's like, does anyone have a bowl? Look, he gets out of the car. <laughs> look, look out your window and be like, hey, what's cooler than cool? He'll be like, oh, fuck, my dog just ripped my earrings out. My like, ice cold. Uh, that's that, dude. I want to. Can we just come hey, party hey, with hey, you? man, John, you live a life, man. That's a life, though. That, like, I couldn't imagine waking up and having these uh, these events occur. I mean, do they occur like back to back or like within the span of one day? <laughs> like, I saw Erica Badu and she was wearing like a weird fucking dress made out of like wheatgrass and she was mowing her lawn. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Andre 3000 comes over and asks if anybody has a lighter for the bowl that he was trying to smoke out of his Lamborghini. And like, I, I was like, I would be like, this is like goddamn Willy Wonka land. I would be like, what the fuck is going on? I just woke up. I'm just, dude, all I'm imagining right now is fucking uh, Erica Badu with that fucking towel on her. Because that's what I call every time my wife gets out of the shower and she's got her, her yeah. hair in the towel. I'm like, what's up, Erica Badu? She's like, shut the fuck up. But I'm just imagining her outside with her hair in the thing and like pushing like a John Deere. <laughs> no, dude, I, I swear it's like that. I swear it might be that way up up where you live, John. I don't know. Because, I mean, here, you know, you might see an old man come out and like, weed eat his grass and then like sit there and like play with his junk for a minute and then check his mail and then go back to his house but you've got these crazy things happening man it's like is this real life but yeah man uh thank you john what a what a what a great guy you are and so generous thank you so much man that's right. amazing hey. that you even give a fuck that much but holy shit man thank you and John, I don't know if you know this dude, but after your last super chat, I won't bring up, but like a after your last super chat, for pretty like two super chats after, there was people like, hey, word up for fucking John Winston. I hope that dude's doing all right, man. Like, <laughs> like after after everything that was going on, everybody was like, hey, I hope John's doing all right, man. Yeah, when John when John comes in the chat, I feel like John comes in the chat with he has his own theme music. Uh, it's like boom, 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 boom. No, it's like the Snake Plissken one from Escape yeah. from L.A. or uh, or um, New York, but it's like boom, 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 boom. Like it's like that. It's like yeah, and he just drops some words of wisdom and then he moves yeah. on. Yeah, fucking love you, John. Thank you, John, John Winston. John fucking Winston, everybody. Uh, absolutely, dude. And thank you, man. Seriously. Um, but you live a life, man. I, I gotta say, you live a life. I, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm envious of it because I'm not. Like, I don't know what I would do if I ever, like, lived next to, like, a celebrity neighbor and, and somebody, like, if I lived next to, uh, I don't know, fucking Ricky Lake, and she came out and, like, <laughs> and she came out and she came outside and she was, like, uh, like trying to tan and stuff, and she used, like, an experimental tan where she has to take all of her clothes off and, like, expose her butthole to the sun. Isn't that called colon, <laughs> colon, uh, colon tanning? No, um, but, butthole tanning. Uh, but, butthole but, tanning? And I'm, like... But, and I'm like, come in. It's like, hey, I just saw Ricky Lake, literally Ricky Lake from the TV show, <laughs> like tanning her butthole. Hey, Ricky, you're so fun. You're so, yeah. I remember Ricky Lake. Yeah, I saw her butthole. Very <laughs> waxed, but definitely saw it. Oh, thank you, brother. We appreciate you, man. Um, 
Dan Murphy said, check out the trailer for Craven the Hunter. Almost looks like a horror movie more than a superhero movie. It looks way better than Morbius. <laughs> yeah, I took a shit today. It looks better than Morbius. <laughs> uh, it's, personally. It's morbid time. Morbius <laughs> is actually one of those few movies that have risen above. It's terrible, terrible. I, I And I got to be honest, I, I liked the movie. I mean, people were like, what the fuck did you smoke, Jay? I liked it just because, I don't know, I, I kind of enjoy this kind of films. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's risen above its humble beginnings and become a meme. And it's become yeah. such a meme that even Jared Leto got in on the joke where it's like Mor Morbius 2, it's Morbin time, which is good for him. I mean, he just took the joke on the chin and kept going. He's like, yeah, people fucking shit on it, but it became such a... Uh, it's a great party. <laughs> yeah, he wiped his fucking face from sucking off John Winston. But uh, <laughs> but no, it's one of those films that like, there's a few of them, and, and they don't happen very often anymore, where it's so bad, it's good. And people enjoy it for what it is. But uh, as far as Craven the Hunter, I don't know... It, the 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 spider-man craven the hunter or are you talking about spider-man 2 the video no game? no no it's aaron johnson's plan craven the hunter in a movie the, a solo movie just about craven the hunter and they just released the trailer oh for it today. okay i see i don't care yeah <laughs> i don't care i don't care um but but I, said, I, let me let me point out i think craven the hunter is a is a cool character and he's a good baddie for spider-man but i i never got into that story i never got into the the craven the hunter uh, vibe or, or plot line and, and, and how he fit into Spider-Man's life that everybody else did. I I, I feel like he's kind of like generic. He I feels kinda, generic to me. And I, and I will, for you, Dan, uh, I will check out the trailer and see, and I hope you're right. If it feels like a horror movie, that'd be cool. But uh, from just from the outskirts, it, to me, it seems like Sony being like, hey, man, I'm just trying to stretch a dollar, make it five. <laughs> they got with a guy and they're like, I'm just trying to make a living, bro. Fucking with my <laughs> money. It's like fucking with my pun. All I got is craving the hunter. I will make a fucking movie. I will make him a superhero. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Michael Parton said, we need a uh, better fan service full frontal. Yeah. Uh, um, Flash should have been running through time and pulled his stick out to air it out, and everybody wouldn't have been happy. By the way, dude, I looked over at my seven-year-old during the butt cheek scene, and she she literally turned around to me. She was sitting there watching, and she goes, oh, yeah. It looks at me yeah, like, okay, I, Michael, like wait I made a minute. the fucking decision. The, yeah, you got you got butt cheek. You uh, you almost got wiener. I thought that <laughs> so like, close. Oh. I was like, it's close. And, and I gotta say, goddamn, Ezra Miller is in shape. Yeah, that was another thing that got me. So, uh, that, like they well, were like, so, me, uh, yeah, well, I know he me, like grooms children, but look at his abs. Yeah, but I, I, that's why you know he's a cult leader. But that made me hate him more <laughs> just because he's in shape. I was like you white fucking pasty, pasty ass looking asshole with good abs and a great ass. <laughs> Jerry Raby said, "When Barry comes out the time bowl, uh, when Barry comes out of the time bowl, would be ideal to have a new walker out walk out and say he came from uh, he oh, came dude, from that, say that the would, Nick Cage super. That would be great. Yes, dude. Jerry, that would be it. Because it then would, all you got to do that's all because you have a, you 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 recast the new Barry. He's already familiar with with the Flash powers, right? He he understands all of that. He comes out replacing uh, Ezra." And he's like, I come from a universe where literally Nick Cage, who's fucking, he could have, he could, Nick Cage Superman could be kind of crazy and kind of off. So when he comes into the regular DCEU, the James Gunn, and he's like, oh, you guys kind of have everything together here. And you cast an older, like 35, 40 year old Barry. You've hit the nail on the head, Jerry. <laughs> I like the way your camera got blurry. Fucking shit. Well, no, that's that's Mark exactly God, what you should do. Jones's music. <laughs> hey, would you not want that in older? No, I'm no, I'm with you 100. Yeah, yeah. And no, 
that and that's that's that that's fucking Warner Brothers at work, man. That's Warner Brothers at work. That scene right again. There's so many options to be like, hey, you, congratulations, dude. We left you in the movie because we couldn't afford to cut you out. But you and I both know if we could have cut you out after all the shit you did, you'd have been fucking working at Subway right now. It's raining. But you know what? <laughs> it's Warner Brothers is too stupid to be like, this is an obvious fucking perfect time to replace the flash and they didn't well this instead movie, they were like this movie Look, financially might be a flop i enjoyed it but it, it might financially be a flop so i hope that there's a board member that shakes hands with the ceo of like congratulations you played yourself blake Bearsich. i like your name dude it sounds mm-hmm. fucking nice rolling off tongue like butt sex blake butt sex Bearsich. <laughs> Uh, I love it. This first live spoiler party and an immortality. Hey, all right. Take it. It's yours. (laughs) I'm rainbow, so I can say that. Hey, we're we're not, and we still say it all the time. You suck dick. (laughs) A lot of them. That's beautiful, man. Especially Uh, in June. There's so many dicks coming in your mouth. You don't even know whose it is. That makes me. Wish I was, because you know I would just be like, "Hey, dude, this is our fucking month." Well, thank you, Blake, man. Thank you for the 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 the, the support hey, there, bro. Me and Jay back in the day, be like, "Hey, let's go out tonight and try to get some ladies, man." But if we were fucking, you know, it'd be June. Be like, "Hey, this is the we gotta uh, go out every night. No, nah, every I, night. I, I this is gonna, our time. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna pretend though. This is our time. Nah, uh, I've no. seen some pretty men before, but <laughs> I, I like in vagina walls. I like in yeah. walls." I wish I was. I do sometimes. But no, I'll say this, man. Uh, and by the way, I, it's a perfect time to bring this up, Blake. And thank you for being an immortality Patreon member. Uh, we There's a thing going on right this second, right now. Just put it up last night. For the next week, you can get our $10 Patreon tier for free. For fucking free. What it's y'all free waiting for? What seven. are you waiting for, huh? And Dean? This is an exploding offer. Uh, it's a seven-day free trial that you can get on our Patreon right now, our $10 tier, which means, which wow, means. Bullshit, man. There's over 50, and like once a month, we do these Patreon parties where we go live with our top two Patreon tier members. We do beer chugs. We do movie trivia. We play fucking dumbass songs on a guitar. We sing. We dance. We fuck around, and it's uncensored, and it's right. wild, and there's over 50 of those over 50 of those right now How many, and they're free do they get that they have access to the uh patreon reviews as well huh right not only that but every single patreon video we've ever done over 70 patreon full movie commentaries is on there there is so much fucking wham it'll be coming out of your goddamn ears i feel like right? uh, i feel like peter bankman in the ghostbusters 2 is like half off have we all gone crazy? I guess so, Pete, because we're also giving away what else? He's like, you mean the free mug and balloon for the kids? Go, 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 That's 100% what's happening, Dean, and I'm glad you recognized it. But no, uh, for the next seven days, that tier is free, so please check it out. Just Google Patreon, we watch the movie, and you get all that stuff for free. Way, if my internet goes out, it's fucking raining hard. Is it raining where you are yet? It's raining. It's raining no stormies. No stormies, just a little bit of rain. Hard, hard. Uh, By the way, do you think it's weird that there was no tie-in to Batman vs Superman where uh, Barry shows up with a mustache and is like, "No, I I mentioned that. I was like, I think that the original idea of Zack Snyder was that he was going to play with that that idea. Yeah, and then you know he got. They were like, "No, whatever." Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Hey, I got to pee first this time. Fuck you. (laughs) Okay, I win. Uh, Gary. 
Mike just wants to leave all you beautiful people behind, so it's fine. He just wants the to go outside and like the act like people. nothing happened today. Oh, beautiful people. Where are we at? Okay, so eight. Uh, uh, what is that one? What's Gary? We are at Gary. Where'd you go? We are at eight nine thirty nine thirty p.m. Gary says, "I've got to say, Iron Man didn't get me. Logan, Professor X, Gwen Stacy's death fucked me up." Mm. When Stacy just felt mean to me when I watched it, I was like, "Well, oh, that's, we how that, that's how the comic was, though." Right? Like, I was like, "We so all know really... that comes from the comic, but it still felt dark and twisted." Um, Professor X, it was fucked up because in his last movie, he was rolling around like the new Quesarito from Taco Bell. Come get him, watch the last. Mike's making and... fun of like people with handicaps. <laughs> 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 but it was sad like, it was even sadder uh but i think logan of that list logan or professor x was definitely the saddest well yeah because logan was very much like an unforgiven clint eastwood type of movie yeah i feel like logan logan and professor x dying was very much for me not in the same type of way but how morgan freeman's character died in unforgiven which yeah. is very brutal i mean he didn't die in that way but he died of like you know well he did die in a brutal way actually professor X yeah. died and and looking oh, yeah, into the eyes, yeah, looking into the eyes of someone he trusted, that was fucked up. That was so fucking, I think maybe Professor X is the worst out of all. That those. might be the worst. I mean, if yeah. you look at a guy who's like, "Oh, you're bringing me some fucking milk so I can go <laughs> my old ass to sleep," and it's like, "No, I brought you death, bitch." Someone has come along, Logan. Oh, he does. All right, I'll be right back. We're at nine thirty. The next chat is our, our the next super chat is our buddy Jerry Ray. Jerry Ramey coming in. Uh, when Brave and Bold comes out, Damien needs to be early teens. I know Damien being young would give Batman innocent um, ID to protect, but Damien needs to be a destroyer. Uh, yeah. Well, because Damien is young. I think in the comics, uh, or at least uh, in the way that they presented Damien, he's always looked like he's like 13 or 14, and he's very uh, petulant. He's very uh, impatient, very much an asshole. That thinks he knows better because he was trained by the League of, of the Shadows and, and and Batman is just a bleeding heart. Yeah, I, I could see that, but I don't want it to become like um a cheaper by the dozen kind of thing. You know what I mean? But I definitely think that you if you're gonna introduce Damien, that's that's a good question, man. Do you introduce Damien as a younger kind of like a surprise? situation with batman because that's how it was in the comic books or is it like batman's already been training him for a while when batman's introduced with damien and he's a little bit more mature but he's still kind of an arrogant prick i don't know man i kind of feel with the latter it's it, 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 it. good that's a good that's a good thought though younger damien works but i don't the problem is if you make him too young and he's too annoying and he's too much of a prick. I don't. I, I don't know. The audience might not eat that up. I personally never liked Damien. I I think Damien. I hated Damien. Damien Wayne sucks. I I never liked Damien. I know. I know. I get it. Like he's got lore, but I I, I think Damien sucks, dude. Dick Grayson will always be Batman's true kid. That's it. Um, facts. Tim Drake is close, but. It's uh, what the fuck is my mouse doing? It won't go down. That's what she said. Uh, oh my god, hold on. Oh my fuck. Um, okay. Um, Treffle admitted it. I know that's 
awful. I, I like I sound like I'm trying to announce like some kind of chocolate bar from France when I say your name. I'm sorry. Hey guys, do you have a character in a movie that grew on you that at first you didn't like, but over time started to love them? Love you guys. Thank you, man. Love you too. Um, a character that I I didn't like, and then over time, I appreciate it. Um. I, I can't think of any. I, I really, I, I, like, the characters that I loved growing up, um, I'm sorry, I, it took me, I, I closed out the window, uh, were the characters that I liked. So, I, I no, I, I don't have a, uh, I don't have any particular character that I remember from being, like, um, oh, I hated them, and now they're, no, I, I, maybe Mike does, I don't. Uh, Philip Fuller, Thank you so much, sir. Says after this movie, the pressure is on for Superman Legacy, but Nicholas Holt being in the running for Superman doesn't give me much hope, dude. That's fucking awful. That is that is so fucking bad, dude. That is like when you get a cut and you have to, you, and you realize when you go to the hospital they're going to give you fucking stitches and they have to put the needle in that bitch and numb it and then they have to. Do it. That's so fucking bad, dude. No. Nicholas Holt as Superman is the worst decision of all fucking time. Please, gods, of the gods of Krypton and Gotham City, don't let that happen. That is terrible. Nicholas Holt is fine in certain situations. I liked him in Warm Bodies. Wasn't a huge fan of him as the Beast. Uh, Kelsey Grammer was way better. Was exactly what the Beast should be. Very much felt like um, the, his... Uh, uh, cartoon version uh, of the X-Men, the animated series in the 90s, which is the greatest animated series of all time, with the greatest theme music of all time. So, no. Nicholas Holt, terrible. Uh, Will McSwain says, uh, how do you make a Flash movie without a proper Flash villain? How do you make a Flashpoint riff without at least a glimpse of the reverse Flash? Dude, I know. You're speaking to the choir here. If they did have Thawne, who do you cast? Dude, Will, you are so fucking right, bro. I mean, 100%. Ebor Thawne was not in this fucking movie at all, okay? And we should have mentioned that in the spoiler review, and we didn't because we're fucking dumbasses, and we continuously sit around being mediocre. Eobor Thawne is the reverse Flash, okay? He's an ancestor of Barry. I don't remember what century he's from, the 23rd or the 24th. I can't remember. And I can't even remember why he hates Barry so much. But anyhow, Eobor Thawne in the Flashpoint is why Barry's mother dies, uh, the reverse Flash. She has the same powers as Barry Allen, but instead of choosing them to do good, he chooses them to do evil and rob 7-Elevens of their candy bars and Fanta sodas. Uh, and he's the one that actually went back in time and killed Barry's mother. <clears throat> but they didn't even mention, you are correct, Will, one thing about Eobor Thawne, the reverse flash. I kind of thought, to be honest with you, Will, uh, the way that they were making young Barry, there was a few signs in the film. He was wearing yellow. Uh, he had like a yellow jacket on. He had a couple of yellow items around him. I was like, it's a weird idea, kind of strange. What if they make young Barry there because he gets mad and shit and he gets angry about not being able to save the people that he loves in the past when he gets the Speed Force? What if he becomes Eobor Thawne? I mean, it's stupid. It's not exactly, it's not Eobor Thawne, but at least you get something there. And he's already wearing yellow. So 
what if he just like the the suit becomes yellow and they didn't do that but yes 100 percent. and by and by the way it leaves a gaping ass hole bigger than courtney loves vagina in the whole story uh because at the end of the movie when he does let his mom die barry allen that is uh how the fuck did she stab herself with the knife right well we all know as fans of flashpoint and the flash itself in the dc universe that the reason why she's dead is because in the comic books at least and the animated series the reverse flash went back in time and killed her and that's how she stabbed herself with the knife and 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 the father was blamed for the murder but even but they didn't wrap that up right so the plot hole is still there but you are dead on will hey did you not know that so in the original flashpoint movie you know okay so in this movie in the flash the, you know he goes back in time and when he's in the grocery store he doesn't he puts the tomato sauce back up and and he does wind up saving his dad because he tilts the camera so the camera will see that he was there that that provides him for the alibi alibi right, right? but did you not even think twice about when he sees his mom being dead, she has a knife. Someone stabbed her. They didn't explain that. Someone stabbed uh, her. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know who did that was Eobor Thawne, which was the reverse, reverse flash. flash. Yeah. And and Will McSwain, with his uh, sexy brain, brought that up. He says, how do you make a Flash movie without a proper Flash villain? How do you make a Flashpoint riff without at least a glimpse of the reverse Flash? If they did have Thawne, who would you cast? I didn't get to that part yet, but he's exactly right. That's a huge fucking plot hole. So he's like, okay, well, everything's back to normal, but he doesn't know who killed his fucking mom. She didn't stab herself with a fucking butter knife. Just, who did? Yeah, wave, wave right past that shit. Yeah, yeah and, no, that's and as true. far as who I would cast as, as, as my particular reverse Flash, Man, I got to be honest with you. I think the uh, person that could pull it off, but he's been overused so many fucking times. And people are like, "Oh my god, Jay, why are you doing that?" I would Jared cast. Lito. No, I would cast the. Uh, <laughs> I would cast the, uh, the 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 dude that played. Um, I never can remember this fucking guy's name. I don't know why. Uh, the dude that played uh, Professor Xavier in the in the in the Expedition James Flash. McAvoy. I would cast James McAvoy as my yeah. Reverse Flash. Yeah, because he's got the go. crazy. The fit, Eobor Thawne, and he's got the uh, the the the, the uh, tenacity to play him. I would cast fucking yes, do McAvoy as as Reverse Flash. Yeah, but anyway, great. um, yes, you were exactly right, and and that was something that we didn't even f talk about. That huge plot hole. Yeah, huge. So you already know, like he saves his mom, but you didn't think twice. Like not one time you had the to go back power. and even look. Like, can I see who the fuck stabbed her? Right. That's a great. Yeah, that's a great fucking point, Will. <laughs> that's a great fucking point, man. That's just another one of the plot holes in the movie. Okay, and the sure. last thing I'm gonna say, I gotta go uh, uh, pee. But uh, there was a uh, question here. Um, um okay. Uh, Tref Libnadit says, uh, "Do you have a character in the movie that grew on you that you at first didn't like, but over time started to love them?" So that was the oh, last thing. That's a great. Fucking I know. Question. I could. I, I think I gave a, a very asshole answer, but you can do your best. I will go now. <laughs> that's a uh you know what i will say i will say that god damn there's a, definitely a better fucking answer for this um than i'm gonna give you right now but fucking damn there's gotta be a great one in there there's there's gotta be a ton of fucking really good ones that's a good question the only thing i can think off the top just because we were talking about x-men first class is probably 
the in uh, the entirety uh of that cast like i hated the idea that they did that when x-men first class came out i thought this is stupid like we we have the coolest x-men there are like we have the full-on hugh jackman as logan we're gonna go back and now we're gonna do the old school x-men that never were as interesting like it's cool that's where it started but like it was never as interesting as the full-on 90s cyclops wolverine jubilee all that shit and I didn't even want to watch first class in theaters, but when I went back and watched it, I was like, Oh fuck, I get it. I fucking get it. But I also, you know what I'll say? I'll say Henry Cavill. That's actually who I will say. I, I thought that Jay and I, we were doing the channel back then when all this was coming out and everybody was like, Oh, Henry Cavill's going to be the new Superman. And we reviewed cold light of day, which was his movie that came out before that with him and Bruce Willis. And I was like, that guy's boring. Henry Cavill just looked, boring as shit to me i didn't see any kind of charisma i didn't see anything in there i thought that's a terrible thing i thought it was going to blow ass um and then come to figure out i was like that's one of my favorite superheroes of all time so henry cavill is probably up there daniel craig is another one i did not see bond and craig until i watched casino royale and then i was like holy shit balls he came out of the fucking water wearing those short shorts and i was like god damn it that's my fucking james bond so those are those are two those are two strong ones right there faux fucking show and moving ahead as we do i like head who doesn't austin says i had a dream where doc brown showed up during a storm and said they make michael myers get beat up by some dork sidekick and a refrigerator we gotta save the franchise then we kick some ass i had a dream last night dude fucking crazy dream i was on a i was on an airplane with my wife and the fucking airplane went backwards and went into the water went into the ocean and then we were like trying to the airplane turn into a fucking submarine. And I'm like, this is fine. We got it. I'm just really scared of airplanes. I don't know what the point of that was, but that was the dream that I had. But, um, you know, it is true. Both can be true. Both can be true. And this is the same. It's a great reference to the flash. I feel like this movie, I did not enjoy it very much. Like I enjoyed parts of it. And I thought sometimes they nailed it. The beginning of the movie was fun as shit. Um, there's a part of me that, was really excited to see Keaton back as Batman, even if I thought they botched the shit out of it and made it this corny fucking CGI Walmart fest. But I can see both the side of someone who watched the flash and none of that bothered them and really enjoyed it. And I can also see the side of someone who was like, that was a horrid piece of shit. Uh, I land in the middle with like a six to a 6.5, like I said, but I feel the same way about Halloween ends. You know, I dug it because I've seen every Halloween movie 37 fucking times probably fucking way more than that and halloween ends to me was it's different it's strange it's sort of punk rock in that it's it, it subverts expectations and 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 really makes this like strange donnie darko-ish feeling indie film but the fan of me goes that was your fucking trilogy though that's how you're gonna kill michael myers by having him barely be a part of the movie and do this love story and you're gonna waste that that golden nugget that you had so i understand both sides of it i really do and I just I would like to see the character of Michael Myers carry on in a different fashion. And I know that we will so that I can still appreciate what they did with Halloween ends. But if there was never another Halloween movie and we never tied up the character any better than that. Yeah, it'd be disappointing. I just never saw the movie that way. I just saw it as another Halloween movie. And I enjoyed that they did something different with it. But yeah, Doc Brown, that's what I would say to you as well. <laughs> My pardon said Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom will probably be will conclude the Snyderverse so I'll see it but Gunn is already having Blue Beetle as the first DCE first that is a thing Blue Beetle being announced as the first official um hi hi 
Blue Beetle, and, and they, they said this, James Gunn announced recently that Blue Beetle will actually be the first film of the Hold new on. James Gunn Fuck. universe. Fuck these chords. I can't hear you. Hold on. You're good. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say, just recently, James Gunn said, I saw it on Twitter, he was like, the first... The first movie of the James Gunn DCEU is Blue Beetle. And that's just not true. It's not true. That was announced beforehand. Brave and bold, yeah. Uh, right. But like they said, Blue Beetle is the first of his story. And it's just not uh -huh. true. What they're trying to do is they they realize that Blue Beetle seems like, and I like I like the kid from Karate Kid or from uh, Cobra Kai that's Look, playing him. No, the character's great, yeah. I hope it works out great, but they are just taking something that is not that. And, and they're, they're saying, we put all this money into it. We need you to say it's the first one to try to get people to go see it the same way that they cheaply tried to tell us like, no, the flash movie matters in the new universe. And it really doesn't at all. And they're going to try to get us to go see Aquaman too. And it just all feels fake and it feels like lies. And they're really trying to like, we're going to wipe it all away, but we're not going to tell you that just yet. Cause we really want you to feel like you have to see these movies to understand. And it's just a, microcosm of just how broken warner brothers is it's not going to work for him it didn't work with the flash blue beetle i don't feel it's like it's going to do well at the box office uh, and i really don't feel like aquaman 2 is going to do well i think uh, they're fucked on those Hami uh rays is that i had to look it up i forgot the, the because dc had a the, the original blue beetle is a different guy completely and, and they're going more for the younger target audience i think that blue beetle is going to be more of a that's their version or their take on on trying to do a spider-man type of character a very like young uh inexperienced kid that gets these awesome powers and and he's trying to navigate how to be a superhero and balancing out his regular life and he's also it's a very familial type of movie as well because hami uh reyes is um uh, very close to his family so i feel like that's what they're going to go for but at the same time yeah i know 100 james gunn his first movie out the gate like his actual first big uh uh walk into the new dceu is going to be the brave and the bold the superman uh film and why wouldn't you i mean you're gonna obviously if you're a director and you're like the new guy right for warner brothers dceu you're gonna take the biggest hitter you got send me so so no steroids involved no and, and try to and try to knock it out of the park with superman you all every director probably like either is extremely like anxious and wants to do a superman movie or extremely afraid to do a Superman movie, but I feel like that's exactly what James Gunn. And I mean, to be honest, Ben, I, just looking at Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three and what he did with Peacemaker, I'm excited for his take on Superman. I, and Brave and the Bold is one of the best fucking uh, stories ever. So I think it's going to be I, I, like again. Don't get me wrong. I would have loved if he, if he had been like, oh, I don't give a fuck what Warner Brothers says. Henry Cavill still our Superman, and I'm going to use him. Yeah. No, and, and, and I wish they would have done that too. I just think that I think James Gunn's going to be successful with what he does with the DCEU, but I think Warner Brothers is already clipping his wings by getting him to come out and act like this Flash movie is connected to his universe Sorry. and acting like Blue Beetle's connected to his universe. Those are they want to get rid of him, uh, just like they did the Batgirl movie. I, I feel like behind the scenes. Well, I, no, I feel like I feel like they're only t doing the Flash thing because they want to get rid of Ezra Miller. And, that, well, and James Gunn could do that very easily. 
They could have, yeah, 100%. Jonathan Hirado, thanks, buddy, says, Hey, fellas, I was baked as a pie when I saw this. <laughs> Did they mention who killed his mom? Also, what are some other summer movies you're looking forward to? That's a great, oh, we, a great we, point. No, we, we just talked about that. And and uh, the great and wise prophet came down from the mountain, and I think he's a Jedi named Will McSwain, has already explained that. <laughs> uh, Jimmy no, Orr-looking motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, he's a great. Uh, yeah, uh, They never explained it. Uh, and I, we're yeah. dumb. And we're terrible movie reviewers because we didn't even. Uh, <laughs> I I thought that. That's I, why we do the live. I, I literally <laughs> thought that when I left the theater, but because of a thing called adult beverages, I forgot. Was the fact that they never showed who killed his mom. So no, they did not address. I was that sober at all. as a judge. I it have was, no excuse. It was such a, no, it was well, it was such a gross uh, uh, miss uh, miss. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. A grossly a miss over or an overlook a grossly overlooked plot line yeah. that they never solved in this movie was, at all it was and the joker was, yeah it was eobor thawne <laughs> i mean if anybody that knows a flashpoint it's eobor thawne it's a reverse mm. flash i don't know if that was because they're like we don't want to introduce the reverse flash i think that's what it was i think they were like this is the last time we're ever going to see ezra miller or anything connected to the snyder universe so we don't want to introduce a new villain for flash in eobor thawne because we're not going to use him so mm. let's just not do it so yeah. maybe that's why they that that was their thinking but as far as um other summer summer movies. Uh, well, it's definitely not Indiana Jones. Uh, I will say that I, I'm going to go see it, but apparently that is worse than a fucking uh, helium balloon filled with explosives over a tiny village. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, it's a bad one. Uh, and I'm and, and, and I'm I'm willing to give any movie a chance, but apparently that movie is fucking all about Indy being. Uh, preached to by his granddaughter and how much of an asshole he was, how much of a misogynist he was, how much of an, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, nobody wants to see that fucking shit. What the fuck? We were literally just talking about, listen to what your audience wants. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull fucking sucked. It's terrible ass movie. And now you're doing this shit with Indy. You might as well just fucking kiss it goodbye. Why in the fuck would I want to watch Indiana Jones, by the way, the actual ending of Indiana Jones was The Last Crusade, always yeah. will be. Sean Connery, whole fucking thing. The end of that was Indiana Jones. But why in the fuck would I want to go see a movie where a childhood hero like Indiana Jones is going to be berated by an asshole fucking Gen X, or not Gen, uh, like a Zoomer. I don't know what their fucking, their their generation is called. Preaching about the, how much of them, fuck you, bitch. Do you know I touched the Ark of the Covenant? Do you know I watched a man literally rip another man's heart out of his chest and then I defeated him? Do you know that I also drank from the cup of the Holy Grail? Who the fuck are you, you TikTok bitch? Go back to TikTok. The only way I will actually, and, and maybe I will. I mean, it comes out really soon. The only way I'll actually see Indiana Jones, the new one, is if I go back and I watch the other four. Because I've never, as a kid, I enjoyed the movies. But I enjoyed them just as face value. Like, I liked watching them with my dad. I've never had a real nostalgic, like, super connection, though, as an adult to them. Yeah. So, like, I've never had a connection. I know, like, you and I know a lot of people do. And that that part of it doesn't bother me. But what bothers me is when I saw the trailer and they're doing that, woo, woo like that whole thing <laughs> to me yeah. it felt like it felt the like that trailer cooler. had been infected by the marvel ideal of movies which is fan service 
pure vanilla, like nothing new. We're going to give fan service, nostalgia. The same problem I have with a lot of the things in this movie is what I feel like they're peddling with that. So even though it's James Gold, Mangold directing it, which would give me pause to say maybe it's worth it. I just I have no interest right now. Maybe I'll go back and watch the movies and maybe I'll go see it. But I'm with you don't on that. Don't watch the fourth one. Don't watch the fourth one. You don't need to. I still have not seen it. It's, just, again, it's not you, a franchise. You literally I... don't need to watch the fourth one. The fourth one is the fourth one was uh, was a was a terrible experiment on i've heard in, it sucks in a yeah. very pandering way well not pandering but it was kind of i i but this one the 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 the, the dial of destiny it, dude i, I mean I, just I, based, based on what i heard coming out of the screen testings and what people are saying like and and again i know that we say it but i'm not even saying it here like unironically or it was fucking bad it was woke yeah. as fuck because again and, I, and again i don't like Certain movies can be certain movies, whatever, you know, and they can have a message and and they can do it very smartly and, and very uh, subtly. And this one is just beating you over the fucking head that your childhood hero of the 80s, Indiana Jones, was a misogynist. He was an asshole. He was all these things like he saved the fucking world. He did all these great things. And he was also very kind to Short Round, which was in Temple, Temple of Doom. He saved a village, but he was always selfish. And he was an asshole. You know, I'm like. You guys literally, again, it goes back to what we talked about earlier in the stream. You don't listen to what the fucking fans want. They don't want to see their heroes of the old treaded over and pissed on and shit on for like whatever the fuck you're trying to present it to on, on Twitter. They don't want that shit. Either don't make the fucking movie if you're going to shit on the heroes of the old or make the movie and make it exactly like what people want. Like give him a, a good sounding, you know, give him a good off. By the way, at this point, if that girl is going to be the new Indiana Jones, I would have taken Shia LaBitch at the end of Indy 4. Shia I would have surprised. taken he, he almost was. And there's a there's a moment. I mean, I know you haven't seen it. There's a moment in Indy 4 at the very the end hat. of the movie. Right. The hat. It almost yeah. happened. And I would have rather have taken that garbage than what mm. they're trying to do here. I'm not going to go watch fucking Indiana Jones with uh, this chick. I don't fucking care about her. I don't care. Yeah. Just in the fucking franchise. I didn't, I, I didn't even know about any of that stuff and still the movie just seemed like popular retread uh might as well just release indiana jones in theaters again <laughs> in what are you about? like you were talking about this, but like, the flash being about like you might as well have tiktok creators this whole fucking movie could have been yeah. tiktokers like yeah. chasing trends and 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 pandering mm. on twitter in that, in that case in the movie in that case it sounds even worse than it looked just as a generic fan of it. It looks bad. Um, uh, there's the other there's a, there as far as like a movie I'm actually looking forward to to watching this summer. Uh to be honest man, I I don't know. I I have to look. I I can't remember. I'm sure there is one or two. Um uh, for me, it's the Red Door, Insidious the Red Door hmm. and it is uh Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Those are my two big ones. I'm really excited for that. I'm, I'm, I'm so behind on the Mission Impossible. I got to go back and watch them. You got to fucking watch no, it, dude. Uh, so good. You know, you, know the last, oh. you know the last Mission Impossible I watched was the third one. So I'm that far well, you behind. Gotta, you, you're missing some good shit, I know. Man. I got to have a whole for a good fucking time. weekend of just watching Tom yeah. Cruise and falling in love with his weird face. But I got to. Yeah. But, uh, They're good, but, dude. But the, the, the Insidious one, the Red Door, especially since it's, it's supposedly the last one, and Patrick Wilson is directing it, so I'll be interested to see if he actually brings Lin Shea back too. I love Lin Shea. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that movie, and I'm excited for there's a couple there's a couple original horror movies coming yeah. out too, uh, but not a great not not a huge not a really hugely great summer, um, no, honestly. Not, not when, so you, when you look back yeah. at it, uh, for sure. 
Um, but thanks, Jonathan. Really appreciate it, man. Joe Valentine said, if a new Blade movie got made with no swipes, not, no snipes, who do you cast? Well, they ca they casted Mar Marciana yeah, Ali. I, um, so that's actually happening, or at least it's a TV series. And it's nothing against him. He's an amazing fucking I don't know. Dude, yeah, I, I can't judge it because I, I haven't seen anything with like test footage or even him doing anything else. So I can't judge it. I think he'll kick ass, but honestly, I just. Michael Jai just, White. If you're going to cast my, Michael Jai White. But if you're going to do that, you might as well just cast Wesley Snipes. Right? I think They're so. Not, I mean, that far but to be honest with age. you, Wesley Snipes looks good. Have an older blade. Who the fuck yeah. cares? Have an older no, blade. No, no, I agree. Wesley Snipes is my answer. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Wesley, Wesley Snipes, Snipes would be. He, he wanted would to do it. He, he, that. he was 100%. He's like, I, I, I still owe like $50,000 to the IRS. Please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this uh, my part said you guys are my Sonic and I'm your tails. Hey, Michael, all I know is I appreciate you. Let's all I'm... let's all let's all three go out and collect coins and and run through the rainbow bridge. Ding 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 That's ding 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 ding. Austin, we appreciate you too, buddy. Thank you, man. It says I wish they'd remake or I wish they make a rated R bullseye comic book film Ooh. that's basically a slasher. Ooh, I like that. Direct. God Dude. damn, Austin. Now that is what we're talking about right there, sir. That's how you do it. That's how you do it in America. That's how dad did it. And that's how America does it. <laughs> Crap Cody cakes Stark built these parts in a cave. Uh, <laughs> yes, Austin, you are correct. Uh, if you're going to do a bullseye correct, Colin Farrell was already a great actor. You already had mm. that, right, in Daredevil. You do it right, and you make it exactly like that. That's how. That's also how they should do Victor's ads uh, in the Batman series. 100%. Holy shit. And Tarantino doing the – get out of here. I mean, Tarantino's kind of a cheat because no matter what you're doing, you'd be like, get, and Tarantino, I, you'd be like, I want to see a, a homeless dude take a shit on a sidewalk. And it was yeah. like, what? And they're like, but Tarantino directs. Like, yeah, he had like 50, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 50,000 uh, lines of dialogue about why that homeless person's taking a shit. <laughs> You'd watch it. Uh, and they were like sitting across the street at the Waffle House watching this person take a shit. I, I <laughs> who I would go with, man. Uh, Reddit or Bullseye comment uh, based on with a slasher in mind. Not Tarantino. I'd go with Robert Rodriguez. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's who I feel like. And have I love Robert Rodriguez. Have, as well. have Tarantino produce it. That being said, there's so many comic book villains or otherwise villains. I think Bullseye would be very, very low on my list of people who I, I, I would I would make a full blown film, especially if you had well, someone no, like mean, well, Rodriguez yeah, or Tarantino. He's just underused. It's like Black Mask in Batman. It, but yeah, but think just, about people like don't know Gambit. Who he is. Like what about like Gambit? Like all not a villain, obviously, but like there's so many comic yeah. book villains and heroes that are untouched that if you got an auteur director, fuck, they could do some amazing shit, but they're scared too because it's not gonna, you know. It, yeah. They cost so much money to do those movies, um, but no, I, I'm I would good watch that man. Like good idea. Yeah, I would 110 fucking thousand percent watch that man. Uh, great point, Dan. Uh, Dan also says even if with time travel slash superhero variants, the most unrealistic part of the Flash is when Michael Keaton's Batman says Gotham is the safest. Yeah, that city doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I, I know. And even when I, I heard that, I'm like, what the fuck does he mean? Like again, again, you're you're also living in a in a reality where there are uh, there there are no other heroes, right? There's no other heroes. Superman doesn't exist. Supergirl's been locked up, so she doesn't exist at, at all. There's there's no Flash. There's no Aquaman. He's not even born. Wonder Woman stayed on Amazon, or uh, yeah, she's, she's the doing mascara. 
up there doing yeah. lesbian stuff. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, she's also on Amazon. She's delivering packages. It just doesn't care about anybody. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's no Justice League. There's no um, Martian Manhunter. There's no Cyborg. He became a professional football player. They actually do mention that in the film. But yeah, yeah. you're exactly right. And I, that's what I was saying. Was like, unless he had done such a great job of cleaning up Gotham that there was nothing left. But that Gotham City was supposed to be the most corruptible, the, the most corrupt city in all of DC, really. Mm-hmm. And like, how would that? You you've got so many. The, well, the, well, I guess in Michael Keaton's world, Joker's dead, Penguin's dead, Two Face is dead, Riddler is in an asylum, so Catwoman is missing. So all the big players, as far as like some of the big players, are gone. But it does, yeah, it doesn't make any sense, Dan. You're right. It doesn't make any sense. The whole thing doesn't make any fucking sense, man. If you look at it with that, with that, with a jagged edge of fucking like, with the last time we saw this Batman, you know, he was who he was, and and then you look at it with the aspect of that, and it's like, if you, it's so exciting to see Keaton play '89 Batman again, and I love seeing the suit, and I love seeing the Batcave, even though it was fucking CG. Like, God damn it, it's one of those things that pissed me off, dude. 1980 fucking nine. Yeah. You know how many years ago that was? They built those fucking cities. They made that shit look that way. They gave us that fucking thing. And here we are in 20 fucking 23. When we should have flying cars. And you're going to fucking CGI the goddamn bat cave. Suck my fucking I dick, feel like it was, it was. That it, shit it, is such a smack in the face to movie uh, fans. Again, I, I think it goes back to the fact that they didn't they didn't care. Like They were like, this movie is DOA. Uh, there's so much controversy Ugh. around it. It's not going to matter at all in the in the end because it's not going to be connected to gun so who fucking cares and, and it's this thing like so, i mean i i i've never been one to be like oh you should have my childhood blah, blah, blah. i can get get a job greg but like you know like the fucking idea that this is that we find 89 batman and after all the cool shit we saw him do and how heavy batman returns was and all that shit he's just living in the fucking house and like it just it, he's he's fucking basically goddamn harold and kumar just walking around fuck as a fucking hippie that leonardo caprio from once upon a time in hollywood would hate and tell him to get his mechanical asshole out of his fucking neighborhood and he's just fucking like oh i'm a fucking weird ninja dude who hangs out in my fuck come the fuck on yeah it's a smack in the face of our guy michael keaton i hate it I don't shit on our childhood heroes mike I, th- that that's your job to them jay <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's that part of it sucks man it does like that it's 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 and maybe maybe gotham is safe and he's done his part but to me but they fast forwarded through that, a whole they, fucking story. Yeah. They fast forwarded through a whole fucking 40 years or whatever of story. Just be like, well, this actually makes it easier for us to make our Flash movie. So we'll just basically degrade everything Michael Keaton did so yeah. that we can get to our point in our CGI fucking well, plot yeah, fest. It's not like, it, it, like, like, yeah, people that get mad about like a He-Man reboot or whatever, uh, I do have my problems with it. But I mean, I don't, like, it didn't, have, but when they do shit like, these are iconic, man. These are iconic heroes and uh, as far as like the actors that played them and then you just like you you glaze over all of it and you don't care and then as an audience member you have to make up headcanon just to explain it that's fucking bullshit i had to come up with the idea like maybe they came up with some kind of like ultimate police force (laughs) that like that alfred and bruce worked on after batman returns and therefore it kept the city safe and like i'm like then I'm like, I shouldn't have to do your fucking job for you, but I had to. We're living in the worst the timeline. Film. Well, I have to. I have to do that to enjoy the film. <laughs> I had to come up with, uh, 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 like, where your plot is. I had to come up with something that fills that fucking cavity in 
because I'm so disappointed in what you gave me. So I was like sitting there in my head, Ken, I'm like, no, no, no. What happened was, what happened was Michael Go, uh, who played Alfred in the original uh, 89 Batman, what they did was when Alfred got sick, uh, they were like, oh, well, we can't keep doing this forever. And, and Batman had been going out there and he's like, let's come up with some like fucking robot guards and police, yeah. like, and like cameras and like, and we'll give the technology to the Gotham PD and, along with Commissioner Gordon and we'll help them out. And that's what happened. They tur- that's what I'm sticking with. 27 goddamn cool movies into a fucking surge. And commercial. that's what I'm sticking with. So fuck you, Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they turned it into a fucking surge commercial, man. A soda mm. pop commercial. I just, yeah, that, that, that's goddamn it. If you start to think about that, you start to go down a hill. I don't even want to yeah. go there. I'm just trying to like take the movie at face value and be like, how was it entertaining? Was it not? And, and it was entertaining enough. But like when I start to think about like what you could have done with Keaton's character and I how know. important every moment of like Batman Returns was and Batman 89 was. Yeah. And then you just fast forward and go, God, I'm safe. Everything's fine. He's an old ninja you know living in a like, cabin. We need like it for some, our movie. Fuck history. Like that like, shit sucks. It felt like some of those parts were wrote, wrote by people that didn't either watch the Michael Keaton Batmans it's, or didn't it's, care. It's honestly Michael dropping my score for the movie. Like I went from a six point five. I'm starting to feel like a five right now. I'm, I'm still getting at, angry. No, I'm still at eight. I, look, I, I still at eight because I. Anyway, but I, I really <laughs> sucks. No, it doesn't. I, no, I not like, that. Not the whole. I'm just saying no, that sucks. That, that, that sucks. That we could have yeah, had that, so much coolness. Yeah. And it I sucks. Know. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I feel like I'm in a. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm in a group therapy council, and then we're talking about things that hurt us. And I'm thinking like, and like I'm like, dude, all I want to do is go home and listen to uh, Third Eye Grace. Is that the Third the, Eye Blind? No, uh, or th- Three Days Grace. Home. Yeah, but yeah, without so love. Day, three, three Days Grace. And I just want to listen to a really sad song. <laughs> Dale Torres says, growing up, I always preferred Batman Returns 289. Couldn't tell you why. Penguin killing little kids. Isn't that a little bang? No, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, dude, I remember that scene. That scene was fucking dark. Yeah. Batman Returns was very, very on the cusp of being horror. And and it, like they turned it just enough to make it not rated R. But that's ultimately what led us to Joel Schumacher's Batman Forever because the, the audience score that came out after batman returns they're like our kids were terrified so unfortunately no that movie is fucking weird and it it is strange i really would have loved to see a tim burton uh third movie though if 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 everyone hadn't been so fucking sensitive with their tampons i would have loved (laughs) to have seen what his final third film would have been with michael keaton because he didn't want a robin which by the way i agree with that Batman doesn't need a Robin. I mean, of course, he's important to the overall arcing story of Batman, and it does make sense in certain situations. But in Tim Burton's universe, Batman don't need a Robin, period. So I would have loved to have seen the third film play out. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Batman Returns with the whole thing uh, being dark uh, and you preferring it. I I didn't prefer it because I think what happened, it just went to BDSM. It, it It was on that line of like anal beads and like, Nipple rings. It was. It was. Good. Yeah, it was, it was sort like, of like. It was I like right, take you to yeah. a gay bar. Gay bar. No, gay it, bar. it wasn't even a gay bar. It was like. It was like. Yeah, it, so it, it was like taking. Long. Yeah, it might as well take me to Old Navy. <laughs> it was like close. It was like the gay bar before the gay bar. Old Navy. You go to Old Navy first, and then you go to the gay bar. It was super like, sexual though. That movie was that really was hypersexual. Sexual. Yeah, I, I mean oh, Michelle Pfeiffer oh, in that suit. God damn it, she licks his face. 
<laughs> well, there was no Twitter in 92, but I do remember being a kid and remember the hoopla about parents being really mad about like, they were pissed. God damn, they took this movie and they made it sexual as hell. You know, that's and what she's it like is because being all sexy, fucking, licking Batman's nostrils. Every <laughs> stepfather or father that went named Stan was like, God damn it. I didn't wanna, <laughs> I'm here with my kid and my dick is hard. I'm here with my kid and my dick is hard watching this film. And then he like walks out and he's like, Honey, watch the kid. I gotta go go to the bathroom and his dick's like much. halfway up, you know, not halfway up, but it's like it's like pressed and like you can see the outline on his jeans, <laughs> his dad jeans in the 90s, and he's walking to the bathroom. Because listen, Michelle Pfeiffer was extremely by the way, I don't think there's anything wrong with the way that they presented the film, except that it was too weird. Uh but there's nothing wrong with making Catwoman extremely sexy. She is yep. fucking hot and she is sexy. She's got this like dare to be kind of attitude and i like dare it. to be dare to be bitch and i wear fucking like a uh, perfume honey i'm home and oh then that's the penguin, right I, I but i did hate the way they did penguin because penguin like he's not a freak he's not like There's moments uh, though he's not cool. a deformed but he's never been a deformed freak like he's just he's a bit he's a corrupt businessman that you know that the, the way that they did with colin farrell in 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 the batman mm. is more on with there's a chicken and the egg thing to that, but I actually kind of think I might prefer that the the returns penguin because it's so dark and twisted. No, like, you're just trying to be, you're trying that. to be different. Don't do that. No, I'm not trying to be like. Is Don't that a thing? That. Is, like, is it popular to say that like it was cool in the comics? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I don't it, know. It that. is. It's popular I, now. You fucking emo bitch. I, I didn't realize hipster. I was being. I didn't realize I was being edgy. <laughs> just being me, dog. Uh no, I. But yeah, well, I think we'd all agree that um, Anne Hathaway was a terrible Catwoman. But apart from oh that, yeah, yeah, that was awful. I don't, <laughs> I don't you know what the fuck that was. I, well, yeah, I, I you know it's weird because when we talk about like uh, when we said stuff, uh, well, this particular actor was a terrible casting choice. We're like shitting on that particular actor and actress. It's not that's not true. We're no, just saying fault. that was a bad casting decision. Yeah. Like that'd be like casting Mike or I. As fucking Bruce Wayne and Batman. I mean, like, me... you know what? That's probably not going to work. I mean, you guys are are kind of nice, and you're kind of we, we. Some of you kind of like us, but you would watch a two hour film with me and Mike, or one of us being <laughs> Batman or Bruce Wayne, and be like, "Yeah, it's good." No, okay. <laughs> you know what? I think my big. I think I think my big. If I could put my my entire feelings about like the Keaton stuff in this movie into one little like section, I would say this. Imagine this, dude. Try to put yourself back into into 1992, which I believe was the year. It was a good year. Yeah. Uh, 1992, Batman Returns. Returns comes out, and the movie ends, and it's left with what's left, you know, yeah. uh, that crazy ending. And then watching that movie for the first time, and they say, "But don't worry, Michael Keaton will be back as Batman again." And oh, then yeah, Michael, yeah. the follow up to that is the the Michael Keaton story and what we saw happen in this Flash movie. How do you think 1992 you would feel about this being the follow-up to that and being the death of First that First I'd be like, the fucking graphics have gotten a lot better since 92. I'd say even the, Even the shitty version, I mean, I'd be like, it's pretty good. Uh, first off, it would say Batman will come, will, will return in the Flash 2022. But then this was what um, they gave you. Yeah, this was well, that no, character's. I end. think what I look at it is like this. I think that it was not Tim Burton direct. It was a character that Tim Burton wrote, came up with, scripted. He knew that character better than anybody else. It's the character that we all grew up with. That was the first introduction to Batman I'd ever had. Of course, Adam West existed, 
but I, I didn't grow up on that. So it was always going to be Michael Keaton. So it's always going to be hard for any director to take the nostalgia, the, 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 uh, the, the attachment that fans have to a character like the Michael Keaton Batman from 89 and put it in today's world. It, uh, for example, in man of steel, uh, they didn't use the Christopher Reeve uh, palette to make the movie. They Zack Snyder, he, he was like, people know who Superman is. I'm going to make my mm-hmm. own take on Superman. And he also did his own take on Batman. In this particular instance, they had to take something that is beloved, that is iconic, uh, and that is like legendary as the 89 Batman, the Michael Keaton Batman, and bring it to 2023. I mean, dude, sometimes... Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> uh, like the, the pet cemetery. But I did enjoy, here's why. I did enjoy seeing him again as mm. Bruce Wayne, as Michael Keaton putting on the bat suit and, and fighting crime. Even though they he dies in the film, I think it was cool to see it. I'm glad I got to see it. I'm glad they put it in the movie. I felt like it was a good, it wasn't the best send-off, but at least they gave him Michael Keaton an opportunity to play Batman again. Because I don't think it's going to come up ever again. Trust well, me, James, James Gunn's never going to do that. No, it's He's done. I think never going to do that. I think that's done. And I think what you said is fair. Like, I, I do think it's fair. Like, at least he got the opportunity to come back and do it again. And that's all true. I just think, like, for me, if, if I'm me in 1992, which makes me seven years old, and I watch Batman Returns, and I think, oh, the world is your goddamn oyster, young Padawan. And I think, what could happen with this character? And then if you showed me in that instance, if you, Barry Allen, time-traveled me to 2023, and this was the end of that fucking amazing I think at seven years old, you wouldn't even know, you'd be loving it. Even then, this groundbreaking, amazing character, and this was his trilogy, this was his final chapter, this was his send-off, I may have just, like, set my own home on fire and laid down in the basement and just let the world take me. But that, I'm kidding, but, like, oh honest to God, like, I, <laughs> I, I think I would have fucking raged against the machine. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I would have fucking fucked you. I won't do what you tell me. I, I may have become a fucking movie producer just to stop this movie from happening. That is how that is. That is the difference between the Keaton we had in 89 and 1992 and what happened. And it's not Keaton's fault. Like he acted. He did his thing. There were some moments. I think he did great, man. He no, he was fine, like yeah. especially for his age and everything. But like, think, yeah, for that character to go from what it was in 1992 to become this to become this fucking goddamn just it feels like a fucking cotton candy at a fucking fa- county fair version of that my that that batman it's so disappointing like yeah you know well i, I mean, mean again it was um the whole movie was a a, a difficult circumstance i think everyone yeah. did the best they could do all the actors did the best they could do uh, I, I saw uh, someone in the comments were saying, well, Machete's just a shitty act uh, director. That's not true. I don't think that's true at all. I think he has uh, holes like Rob Zombie I think he's has not holes. a great, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a great director. Don't, I mean, false. he's not, he's not a great director, but I think that he did. Listen, that's an impossible situation for any director. I mean, you got to be honest with yourself. Like with the Ezra stuff. Yeah. yeah with, with the Ezra stuff. And then, and, and, and not, not just the Ezra stuff, but that Zack Snyder's gone. And now you don't know what's going on with the company and you don't know what kind of movie I'm supposed to make. I mean, you can have your opinion about Machete and I don't think, don't get me wrong, I'm not a dick sucker for Machete. I'm not a dick sucker for him. 
Yeah. No, but I mean, I liked it. I didn't like it chapter two that much, but I liked it one. I thought it was okay. But I think that, again, Machete being, you know, in that position did the best he could do. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, I, I like, and don't get me wrong. I will call out directors that are like fucking like jacking off on the track and not giving a fuck about the film. And they're like, I don't care. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do my own goddamn vision. I'm Rob Zombie. <laughs> Halloween 2 will right. be about a bearded homeless man with a beard and a mask <laughs> sticking onto his face and suck my dick. <laughs> suck like, my dick, Greg. I will call those kind of people out. But I think that in Machete's case, he did the best he could fucking do. I agree. Uh, uh, you know, according to the circumstances. And I think he did a decent job in a lot of ways. And it, it was just, a, a, you know, an uphill battle in other ways. And mm. no, we're not getting paid. This is always, we're not getting paid by DC or Mich I'm not friends with Machete. I never met him. I don't fucking know him. I, I, I don't even know what his dog looks like. And I'm sure he has one. But I will say, like, honestly, as a fan of 89 Batman, 92 Batman, having the task in front of me, what do I have to do to make this edible to the audience? Mm -hmm. Even though Zack Snyder's now fired from Warner Brothers, they've got a new director and a new creative force there. Ezra Miller's a fuck up. What am I supposed to do? I think for the most part, it's not the flashpoint I want it, but it, at least it's a, a decent attempt. That's why I give it an eight. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. The callbacks, I enjoyed the acting overall. I think the Supergirl was great. I liked Michael Keaton. I mean, loved Michael Keaton seeing him back. Ezra Miller mm -hmm. wasn't that bad. Every Ben Affleck, you get that's the last time you're ever gonna see Ben Affleck as Batman ever, ever. The last yeah. film. Uh, it was cool. I mean, you know, I I and again, like like I said before, like I, I understand where pe the people who really love this film. And are getting a lot of shit for filling it up with hyperbole, saying it's one of the best DC films and all this shit. Like, ever, no. I disagree. I disagree, but like, I I don't like, like I can see how someone could watch this film and feel that way because there's a lot of moments and stuff. I really can. I yeah. can also see the version of someone who watches this and absolutely thinks it's it's absolute like troll two level garbage. Like I see both sides. I see that too, yeah. I can see where somebody comes from it. For me, where I, I'm I'm kind of landing, even the more and more you and I talk about it, is like. Like you have, like if you have the opportunity to use the character of '89 Batman, and it's going to help you sell tickets, as we all know it would. If you're going to use that to sell tickets, then by God, you should fucking do it justice. And I feel mm -hmm. like, I feel like they didn't do it justice. I feel like they failed that idea. So it was a lot of mismanagement, 100. percent This yes, whole thing was like a uh, like a uh, chart of how not yes. to do a movie. I, I feel like they failed the tools they had at their disposal. And like, I feel like they should be judged accordingly for that. Like it was yeah. a fine movie, but literally dude, like you went out and you had more to make your movie with than maybe anybody's ever had in history. When you look at the characters you could have played with the things that, what are you would have done? And you gave us a mediocre movie. Yeah. That is, that is, that is pretty damning to me. And like, and, and honestly, like, I think, you know, that's why I give the movie well, as a whole a six to a six and a half. Yeah, and, and again, I, I just feel like it's um, again the the whole thing with Eobor Thawne and, and and Reverse Flash not being introduced. I 100 I feel the reason why they didn't ultimately choose that is because they're moving on from this. There's no and again the bonus ending this uh, Barry Allen uh, 
taking a drunk Arthur Curry, a.k.a. Aquaman, out of the bar and explaining to him why he's Aquaman. It's so fucking stupid. It doesn't do anything. And again, I feel like it's a leftover extra credit scene that they did for the Zack Snyder potential universe that never happened. And that's why it was there. But otherwise it's just a cameo for, you know, girls that like Jason Momoa and how hot he is. And he <laughs> yeah. is hot. But, abs, uh, abs, but, uh, but, abs. On the, on the, but by the way, I will say at the end of the day, uh, I give it an eight. Mike gives it a six to a six, five. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about uh, real quick, uh, real quick, it ain't going to take long. It ain't going to take longs at all. Feed it so to y'all hold on to your panties Stick for just in, one more Greg. second. Just hang on for just one more second here. I won't. Uh, uh, I will. I, I wanted to address something really quick. It's not, I'm not going to get into uh, specifics uh, I'm, or names or anything like that. But uh, as you know, uh, last week, Mike and I canceled our trip to, Tennessee, where we're going to be part of FrankenCon. Uh, we were going to do a uh, uh, a commentary with Felicia Rose, which we both were looking forward to, and that was going to be awesome. And we talked about it multiple times throughout the streams, and we were we were looking forward to it. It was going to be an awesome time. Mm -hmm. uh, but unfortunately, uh, things happened on my end. Uh, uh, some family things came up, and I couldn't make it. Uh, and the reason why I couldn't make it is I had to be nearby. Uh, because things had uh, shifted into the red zone. Um, so I'm not going to, uh, so what it was and what it's dealing with is, um, and, and again, I'm, I, you don't need to know uh, the name, uh, but my stepmother uh, has leukemia, uh, which is cancer, if you don't know. Uh, and it got, uh, we've, I've been dealing with that with my family for about a year and a half and it got uh it it, it you know how you know how leukemia works uh she uh it progressed in the wrong direction she went into the hospital to get some stem cell uh, uh treatments uh she was gonna get a replacement for bone marrow uh it didn't take and uh she got put on a breathalyzer uh she has a feeding tube and uh it was bad overall it was uh and i shouldn't be sharing that but i i feel like there was like a miscommunication somewhere you shouldn't or, have to uh, yeah and there was a miscommunication somewhere or some people thought that it was just uh uh in regards to their behavior or how they've acted or how they feel and it has nothing to do with those particular people this was literally about um i needed to be nearby uh in case something and then the and the worst could happen so uh, i actually went and seen her on um this past weekend and like i mentioned she's on uh, a breathalyzer but the update today was that she was actually taken off the breathalyzer and she seems like she's doing a little bit better she has double pneumonia in both her in, in, you know you know she has pneumonia in both her lungs um <clears throat> so that is why unfortunately we had to cancel our trip to tennessee uh, and I only want to say that because I don't want people thinking that it was because of any um, specific reason dealing with uh, stupid shit that I could give a fuck less about because um, I don't. I don't care um, because I think it's petty and I think it's pathetic that you think. And I'm not saying. Here's the thing, because I, I, I feel like it was called into question a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
I'm really holding back on what I want to say because I don't want to be like insulting to people and I don't want to get mad about certain things. But to be honest with you, man, uh, my mom died. My my mom died two years ago and I got to deal with just this shit now. And I've been dealing with it for a year. I never brought it up. I don't I don't talk about this shit. I don't want to talk about this shit. But then mm -hmm. when I see certain things or I hear it conveyed to me on certain things because I don't have uh, social media and I'm like, what the fuck is going on in your brain? But anyway, I uh, want to thank you guys for the support. And, and your prayers, and we really appreciate that. The reason why I don't bring it up on the show, and I don't want to, is because this show is not about that kind of shit. These are this is my personal fucking life. Um, Mike's got his own personal life, and there's things I want to keep. You know, that's not what the show is about. Um, but that's what it is. All right. So that's what it has been. You don't need to know her name. You don't need to know anything about more than that. But um, it, the, the the week before preceding this, it looked bad. And I was like, as a responsible human being, I don't want to go three hours away and not be available if, God forbid, she passed and I got to be there for my my biological father, which I don't want to get into my whole family history, my, my dad um, and, and him losing his wife. But that's what's going on. So um, if any of you thought that shit was fake, you're fucking retarded. I'm sorry for using that word. I shouldn't use that word, but that pisses me off. It fucking pissed me off when I heard about it. And that's it. All right. So uh, I appreciate you guys that um, that stuck it out, though, for real. But thank you. And, yeah, you know, shouldn't have to say that. Mm -hmm. We've been doing this channel for um, over 10 years. And we've never, ever been unkind or done anything to the people that we consider our friends that would be wrong in my eyes uh at least not that someone can show me that we did wrong mm -hmm. and us having to cancel one event um for, uh, very fucking clearly you know yeah. you think after t you think after 10 years of doing what we do that you could say hey i can't be there i hope you understand why mm -hmm. you think that people would understand and you think you wouldn't have to go further than that and you wouldn't have to say what you just said yeah Unfortunately, the world is the world, and that sucks. Well, um, no, Mike was a good friend. He stayed behind. I mean, and, and by the way, the whole idea on, on Tennessee was the fact that it was a package deal, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they didn't get one part of the one part of the band. They wanted they wanted the whole set, right? Yeah. And exactly. then and then so you're not gonna get the whole set. Why would the other guy go? I mean, it, it, like it's no different. I mean, but he also was being a good friend. I mean, dude, I'm gonna tell you what, dude. I guarantee you wouldn't say that shit's my fucking face. Because if I heard what you fucking said, you know, anyway, and I'm not, you know, again, I, and I'm not on social media and I don't want to get too mad about it, but Jesus Christ, dude, like, mm -hmm. like even accusing or even um, not accusing, but I guess what the word would be is, uh, is alluding or, or possibly saying that they're lying because of yeah. your shit. There's it's a, fucking disgusting. It's fucking disgusting, and you need yeah. to re-examine your fucking life because I've never in my life ever fucking said mm. when mom died, when my mom died, and when mom was going through what she went to, I didn't fucking lie about that. Why the fuck would I lie about that? And when this mm. is going on, I didn't want to bring this up, but because of situations where Mike's being harassed and Mike's being, do I'm like, I gotta do this now. I'm not harassed. I maybe that's a strong word, but like called into question or some shit mm. like that i gotta bring this up but i'm gonna say this one more time that shit's happening 
You don't need to know my stepmother's name and you never will. Cause I'm not bringing that shit up. I don't want you to know. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, it's leukemia. Okay. It's fucking leukemia. She got double pneumonia the week prior to this. And she, she was on a, uh, she was on a, she was intubated. She's already on a feeding tube. It's not looking good. She's 56 years old. That's all you need to know. She's a young, uh, young uh, woman. Uh, 56 is he's young. So that's it. All right. And and that's how we're going to end that. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, no, you can you can talk for sure, but uh, uh, it just disgusts me, dude. It disgusts me on fucking levels I can't even describe that people think it's about their petty ass shit when they bring that shit up. Yeah, and yeah, you should. I mean, my my own, the only thing I have to add to that is you shouldn't have to fucking say it. Shouldn't have to fucking say that. We what we've done for the past ten fucking years and how we've treated people on our Patreon and the people who 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 we've called friends. Um, you should not have to fucking say that on a live stream on fucking YouTube for people to trust you when we've never done anything to question anything that we've done before. Yeah, and it's a fucking shame, and it sucks. And I'm sorry for you that you had to say it, and you didn't. You didn't have to. The people who know know, and it's all good. But um, yeah, shouldn't have to fucking say that. We well, should, we should go with well, that you know, but, and for you know, a lot of people, I, it did. And we appreciate you guys who yeah, fucking just done this thing. And, and again, I'm not yelling. This community is is so wonderful and it's so amazing, and and there's so much love, and there's so much support in this community, this whore community, this community that we're a part of. And I'm honored to be a part of it. I really am. But there there are a few select few sometimes that that show themselves in a community, that, and, maybe, and maybe they show them their self, their their true nature. I don't know. And. uh I am um, I'm honored to be friends with all of you guys and, and and we really do appreciate all the support and all the love and all the well I, I appreciate all the well wishes I really do all the prayers that you guys have have put out for us uh, and again I would never I would never even in in my darkest day even think to make this shit up like what who what, what kind of monstrous human being would do that shit it's so fucking disgusting. And I mean, maybe they, the particular people or person or whatever that I'm talking about weren't saying that I was making it up, but it felt like they were. And that makes me fucking sick to my stomach and pisses me off because anybody that would do that are, 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 are heinous addition to the human race and they need to fucking die. So the fact that I was, I wasn't accused, but it was almost like suggested that it was a fake. Yeah. Made and me let that- I mean, and, and you know, here's the thing. It, and I'm not going to do that because fuck that. But I was like, I could just take a picture of my stepmother in the fucking hospital bed with the breathing tube and the feeding tube and my dad uh, being sad, talking about how, how he don't know how he's going to live his life without his wife. I could do all that shit and put, put that on fucking, you know, bitch ass Facebook if that'll make you feel better. But for you, for you, fuck you. Mm. Fuck you. If you think you need that. And yeah, I mean... And again, that's the last time we'll even fucking bring it up. I, just, I only brought it. I only brought it up. I know why. I mean, the, the, I, that, that's. But I'm never. I, I don't want to talk about it ever again. And the yeah. reason why also is because I want these chats and these 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 uh, reviews and this live stream stuff. We're all about mm-hmm. positivity here. We're all about having a good time and fun time. Let's drink some beers. Let's like crack some, uh, uh you know, cans of beer and 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 smoke some cigarettes or weed or whatever your preference is and and just have a good time. But there are certain there are certain moments, dude. There's certain moments where it's like. All right. All right. If you want to get real, we'll get fucking real for a second. And I got and real for a second. And that's the last time. I promise I will get real. But 
Don't bring that no. shit up. Like, don't bring that shit to my doorstep. Because I don't want to, I'm not even on social media, bro. I'm not even on social media. And then I hear it from Mike and it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that shit pisses me off. And oh, I'll just add to that, that. <laughs> Okay, I'll just add to that that this the entire fucking point of what we do here and, and, and this entire fucking channel is that we found friendship in you guys yeah, uh, and the same way you guys have found friendship in us and that um, it's this, this community of people who can come together and have a good time together and have fun. No person is more impor important than any other person. It's a thing on the Patreon too, like even on the Patreon, like I I've had to say to people too, like you subscribe to the Patreon, that doesn't that 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 we appreciate it and it's yeah. amazing but you get things for that but there's you know there there's is no everybody everybody here is fucking equal and yeah. like this is meant to be a place for fucking everyone yeah. it's meant to be a place for everyone you don't get to come in and create factions and start shit behind the scenes and, and put people against each other and make this yours this is fucking everybody's yep. this is for fucking everyone and on the last thing i'll say about that is there's those people that where all this stuff comes from is when people say things behind the scenes and they try to to, to get people to believe their narratives like all that shit always comes back to us yeah. because people know that we're honest and that we know that we tell the truth and at the end of the day we put our heads down on our pillow and we know we told the truth and we know that we're good to the people around us and we know that we do best and we try to do what's right and that's the fucking last thing i ask myself before i make any decision is what is the right fucking thing to do and when you can put your head on your pillow at night and you know you did that thing even if you upset people even if you caused up a stir that's the point but i will fucking sleep good at night and i know you will too and that's the point uh and always that shit for some reason always comes back to us and like we see it we see people saying those things and it's horrible and it's upsetting and and, and most importantly it's fucking hurtful and it causes it really like, is man it really is actually hurtful because it's like man i thought you were my friend man mm-hmm why would you, you know, I don't know. And, and maybe, maybe it wasn't meant to sound like that, but it, it does sound like that. Yep. It sounds like you're making this stuff up. And I'm like, man, why in the fuck would I ever do that? Like why? I mean, my God, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Just... Why would I do that? Like, I, I guess I faked my mom dying too. My mom didn't die. She's still alive. She's still alive. I, I you know, I, I wish, I wish, I wish I did fake it. I wish mm -hmm. I had faked all of it, but it's not fake. And people yeah. that people that take that kind of attitude and 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 say stupid shit on Twitter, man, you got to live with that shit. You know what? You really got to live with that shit. I mean, you can delete your Twitter, you can delete your tweet, but you said it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and the point and you said you, you said your stupid shit online in front of everybody, and and that, come on, man, like have some respect, have some fucking respect and integrity. God damn, man, is that is that hard? If someone fucking told me. If someone told me, if someone looked in my fucking face and said, this is happening, and I still tweeted out something out, I would have more fucking respect for myself to do that shit. I would never have done it. I wouldn't do that shit. And it's not just that. It's 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 people behind the scenes going around and trying to spread stuff that's not true. And, and again, you shouldn't have had to say what was actually happening. I shouldn't, but I mean, but... I, did. I did because, you know what, I love you guys, and I love this community. Love Mike. I love everything about this thing that we built. Started in 2012, man. It's 2023. We've been at this mm -hmm. shit for 11 years. We've never lied to you. We've never fucking been dishonest with you. And anything in our real life that prevents us from doing something that we can do fully to our ability, mm -hmm. if, meaning meet you guys or go out and do like a, a booth or whatever, if we can't do that, 
if there's a reason why we can't do that, it's 100%. We've always been completely transparent. So I want to be transparent with you guys. That's what happened. But I'm not, I don't want, I, I wasn't being, I, I don't want, the, you know, when bad bad things happen to all of us, all right? And I'm not special, all right? I know that people, they've lost their moms. You know, people in their life have gone through, you know, their family members go through cancer. Maybe they, thems, they, they themselves are going through cancer. So I'm not trying to be special. I don't want donations or donos about that kind of shit. We're not, I'm not doing that. The, the reason why I'm doing this is just. Which is the direct. point why you didn't want to fucking say it in the first place. Right. That's why I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to even have that conversation. But um, I just feel like it, it, it's just to kind of clear the room out a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Just kind of clear the smoke because there's been some smoke. And, um, but that's it, man. I love you guys, but you know, we're always going to be here. Just have fun and, and look, bad shit happens, man. Life happens. We're all going to have like really difficult uphill battles sometimes in our lives. And unfortunately for me, I've had some bad luck in the last couple of years. You know, I've, I've hit all fucking, uh, bars on the slot machine, but you know, it'll turn around. Hopefully it turns around, but we all have those moments. So, um, but I just wanted to address it because I I don't want any confusion out there with uh, I don't I don't even know what to call them man um, I fuck dude they're not rebels they're just they're disillusioned I guess uh, in in certain things but um, we're Mike and I man uh, we love you guys and thank you guys for being a part of the stream uh, those that you understand and and we've never uh, and and again we're always going to be truthful. We're always going to be truthful when we can. And the reason why I kept my shit secret and I keep my shit private, um, that's just how I am. I want to keep, I have a private life. I, I keep a private life mm-hmm. and, and, and you all can respect that. You all understand that. So, and you should have the opportunity to do so, you know, you should have the opportunity to do so. And then stuff like, and like, and again, I go back to the same thing. People, when you, when, when certain people say stuff like, uh, when when you're good to people and you're yeah. honest and, and 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 again you always do the right thing, um, people come back to you and they and they they let you know what 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 people are saying and 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 there's there's people who's who are going around and saying that like that's not true and like that that basically just just to put it in a nutshell that uh we we didn't go to Knoxville uh for some bullshit dumb dumb so stuff dumb that, I mean yeah it's like um, oh my god and they. In the, yeah. over, the overall <laughs> aspect of the universe, like you think, mm. like how? Oh my god, dude! I know. You know no, what? No, yeah, just, you gotta be no, so egotistical. Even. You gotta be so egotistical. Don't right? even. Don't even. Yeah. The world revolves around it's, that. But here's the thing. I will say this. I, I, by the way, and, and maybe they do. Maybe they. Do. I love you guys. Who they? Who they are? You guys don't ever do that again. All right. Don't. Don't ever do that again. It sucks. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not in the game of, uh, of the blame game. I'm not going to name who they are. I'm not going to say shit like that. But guys, you guys know who you are. Don't ever do that again. All right. Yeah. Like if you, you shouldn't like to. if you need if you need to fucking have a real goddamn conversation, email Mike and he'll tell you. If you're really desperate to fucking know why isn't Jay being 100, mm-hmm. percent there's a reason why. It's because I didn't want it to become like, and again, guys, uh, thank you guys. Uh, but again, the next live stream we're doing, no donos on any of that shit, okay? No donos on that, all right? Don't oh, I don't want donos on, like, uh, because of the stuff, none of that, all right? And that's this why is not, you didn't say anything a, about it. Yeah, and I, because I have to feel like I have to explain it, right? Yeah. We're not here for that. We're like, 
don't do that. All right. No, this the, the whole thing's dumb. It's just yeah, yeah. Yeah, long like story, if you're because you know all the other shit, but I understand why you why you ha- I, no, I understand exactly what you said. You shouldn't have had to, but just for those of you who are, if you're confused, like it's just it's pretty simple. Like we had to cancel a fucking appearance at something, and then a, and then and then there's a there's a running fucking rumor that like that was fake, and we didn't actually have to cancel it because people thought that that the that it had something to do with just something completely outside of anything that had anything to do with us, and it's sad that after 10 years of being good good to people you have to explain yourself and people just can't take it at face value and that fucking sucks and it pisses me off for you as your friend i never said anything it's your it's your it's your fucking well that's yeah. your right to say no, something about it no. i'm fucking pissed that you had to uh so we'll just fucking move on because i'm just gonna say dumb shit um, but i want to say but but thank you guys <laughs> i know this is like a, a complete reverse of what we're talking about but thank you guys for coming out and hanging out with us talking about the flash it's awesome Really love you guys, and and you know what? I know it's not we're we're a horror centric channel, so it's always really cool to see, you know, almost three hundred of you like showing up to talk about the Flash, um, and it was fun, man. Uh, and 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 cheers to the future. Uh, we we hope to do more of this kind of stuff where it's a little bit where it's not always horror, mm-hmm. and we can do a little bit more of a spoiler stuff on on big uh, maybe uh, superhero movies or or other movies or whatever. So it's always it's fun, a- man. It's a fucking party no matter what. Catch up on the Super Chats before we go. Daniel Torres said, growing up, I always preferred Batman Returns to 89. Couldn't tell you why. Penguin killing little kids. Isn't that a little bang? No, we, oh, we read lot. that one. Did I we read, read that? that. No, we already I, read that. I felt when I was doing it that Mike's I read a, that. Mike's a, Mike's a fake before. Twitter user. You know what? I'm not actually a real person. I'm just an AI prescribed human it's being. Terrible. I knew uh, it was bad. Mike said McDonald's should have never advertised Returns. I, I mean, I, I, I kind of like away it, those I thought it was kind of cool, though. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. But that I think that did twist up. But like, it was you know, very corporate. It was moms. very corporate. It was very corporate. Yeah. Moms got real upset about that shit. Yeah. Robin Barker said, "Was beyond happy to see Michael Keaton's Batman on the big screen. I hope he returns again. There's talks of him returning, so I have high hopes. Batman Returns will always be my favorite. A lot of people's are, man. I mean, I was actually always shocked with how many people love Returns. I liked '89 better, but I mean, I, I guess as you get older, Returns maybe just sticks with you more. I don't know. Yeah, this this whole thing just left me feeling robbed." It felt like a fucking. It felt oh, like an AI hologram. Would you watch? Would you, would, would you watch an HBO Max series of Michael Keaton coming yeah. back and putting on yes. the suit one more? Dude, imagine H- doing a ten yes. episode HBO Max series where Batman's like Gotham safe, and then all of a sudden the call gets in, Joker's back, or not Joker, but a Joker clan, and he has to put on the. Buddy, unzip my pants. You can have ready it all. to put it in. I'm ready. Dan Murphy says, thinking of you and the family, Jay, my father passed in March from leukemia, didn't make it to the bone marrow transplant, got yep. lung infection, and then COVID and couldn't fight it yesterday. It was tough for me. I love you guys. Hey, man, Dan, thank you, man. Um, yeah, man, you 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 pretty much explained. Uh, that's pretty much the diagnosis where we're at right now, and that's why I couldn't go. Uh, she, uh, she went in for the bone marrow transplant. She got pneumonia, double pneumonia, because it went in both her lungs. But um, yeah, exactly. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it, it sucks, man. Cancer fucking sucks. I wish somebody could get run back in time and punch God in the face and say, don't make that shit. Sorry. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Dan. Um, love you, man. Uh, Pop culture with Pat said nothing but love for both of you guys. Always take care of your families and yourselves first. I hope you never feel like you have to explain anything. No. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. I, I didn't feel like I, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was forced to do it. I, I just feel like I needed to do it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's been a lot of flack, and I'm not on social. I can't defend myself. I'm not on. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on Facebook even anymore. I'm not, it's on, not even know, social media. I had to, it's, I had to it's deactivate my messages. MySpace account. Yeah, uh, 
yeah, but you know, it's a joke. But yeah, you know, you're right. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have to, but it is what it is, man. Um, yeah, I just felt like I needed to come out and clear the air a little bit so we can restart. We're at the restart mm. point. Yeah. Uh, well, it sucks, it, and I'll just say what it is. It sucks because. Um, it's not even like a, it's not even a social media thing, honestly, it's, it's, not. it's, it's, well, it's, it's real it's, life. It, we, when we create this thing and we have this tight knit group in this community of people and it's really fucking awesome and it's really fucking cool. But I, I, I guess some people feel ownership of it. And then when something doesn't go their way, uh, they take, uh, ultimately what it ended up with in is them taking a, a horrible personal situation and turning it into something nefarious and, and, and behind the scenes um uh telling people something it wasn't and uh, unfortunately that led to jay uh, having to when something was private in his private life having to come out into the open and yeah. that that is a place anybody who questions it can go and look and see and that sucks that you have by the way i we we've kept our i mean we've 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 shared a lot of our private lives with you mm -hmm. all of you but there are there are things that happen in our lives that um we want to keep private for reasons. Um, and I don't need to explain why, but I mean, there are things that happen in our lives that we want to keep private. And this was a particular thing I wanted to keep private. And I can't because if. Try to, you try you know, to, but if it's coming out that it, like, if it's affecting our, um, our, our um, dignity, our reputation, I'm not going to have that. I'm not gonna have that. Fuck that. And by the way, this is not something we talked about beforehand. No, um, I no, I just did it. No, I no, yeah. I just did it. But we talked I'm not, about. I'm not gonna have that. How much it sucks and how disappointing it is. But like you know, you know, I I just think that. Well, it's out there now. You guys know where we are, and yeah. that's what happens. So yeah, yeah, it's this fucking bummer. Pop culture with Pat. We really appreciate you, dude. Thank you, man. Uh, it, that's a good dude right there. Michael Parton says, love you guys. You both are truly the best. And I feel so grateful for you guys in the way and fam in general. Hey man. Love um, you, Michael, man. Yeah. Thank you, man. We love you. Have you here. And, and you're a great guy, man. We love yeah. you, man. We love you too, man. We really appreciate all your support, dude. JD is LA says you guys bring so much joy and love to people. And for that, I, we thank you. You guys are the best. Hey man. Thank you, man. I love it. Not Even though you look like a cop that's like desperate to beat somebody with a nightstick. <laughs> In did you just fucking jaywalk? Did you cough when I gave you no permission to do so? <laughs> Thanks, JD. Uh, Sinister Grace says, gotta go, but you and Mike are the best. Love you, bros. Love you too, hey, man. Thank you, man. Hey, you know what, dude? We gotta we gotta fucking go too. We gotta yeah, go. We too. have to get we have to get out. That was we a poignant time stamp. I love Sinister. <laughs> and again, last thing I'll say about the whole situation. Hey, today was fun. This was awesome. I love the fucking fact. We're so goddamn lucky. We can go watch a movie that everybody's fighting about. Everybody's bitching about Twitter, wherever, whatever. We can come here. Jay and I have completely different views of the movie, but we can yeah. all talk about it. Have a good goddamn time. Be have respectful. Fun with it. Look forward to it. It's a great fucking time. And then at the end of the fucking day, this fucking place that you're watching right now, this whole thing, patreon everything included is um it's for fucking everybody uh without you guys jay and i jay and i are outsiders and because of this channel we feel included and we have a group and we have we we appreciate and love and accept everybody so long as they don't hurt each other and that's what this fucking show and this fucking channel and we watch the movie is is about is that all outsiders are invited so long as you treat each other with respect and so many fucking people here do it's, and, it's an easy it's an easy path to follow isn't it 
just uh, treat the person left and right to you as a human being. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, that should be the world uh, fucking uh, dogma right there. Uh, where you come from, what's your religion, what color are you, what's your sexual orientation? I don't fucking care. You're a human being. I'll treat you like a human being. That's yep. pretty much what we do here. Left and right of you, it doesn't matter. And uh, Mike and I are honored to be a part of this community. And, and thank you guys so much for sticking around with us for so long. We've been doing this since 2012, like I mentioned, over 11 years. It's been fucking amazing. Ups and downs. The entire adventure has been an adventure. But uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't rather be anywhere else except here. You guys are very much like a second family to us. You guys allow us to vent. You allow us to have fun. You guys allow us to just be ourselves. And um, that's becoming rare and rare in, in today's world. And um, so thank you guys for being who you are and, 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 and all. And we appreciate every single one of you, even in the ones that shadow stalk. We like our shadow stalkers too. The ones that, <laughs> that have been here forever that just don't talk and you yeah. watch every stream and you hey, just fuck don't you, talk. Greg. Yeah. Fuck you, Greg. That fucking that <laughs> fucking Kevin is up there again in the rafters watching with his crow paint. <laughs> yeah. Good night. Good night, friends. Cheers to all of you. We see fucking you love you. We'll see you soon. Maybe sooner than you think. Maybe in your bedroom tonight. And your oh, finger in your butt. You never know. You never fucking know.